What's up, guys? It's Cooper Webb, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. This is Jason Wygant. You're not listening to Podcast Podcast. This is like at least third or fourth best Moto X Pod Show. Let's go. It's another episode of the Moto X Pod Show. This week, it's episode 215. We got a stacked show. No video tonight. Sorry, guys. You have to check this out in post. I want to thank our title sponsor, Cherubies USA. For decades, Cherubies USA has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. With products that fit perfect, look great, and last, Cherubies has what you need. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, hand guards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else they offer, visit CherubiesUSA.com and support our title sponsor. Follow them on Instagram, and of course, let them know that you're listening. Also on board, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Of course, Fly Racing is back on board. X-Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R-Jerky, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Blood Lubricants, Power Band Racing, and True Fusion. Uh, our show tonight... We have Benny Bloss. He's going to come on. He just announced today that he signed with Team Tedder. He's coming on to talk about that. Hunter Lawrence is going to join us. Zach Osborne is going to come on talk about the, the retirement process, what went on with that. And amateur Ashton Bloxham is going to come on. He's part of the Troy Dog Verb Moto uh, team. So we're going to get him on. But first up, Scotty, what's up, dude? Hey, what's happening, man? Not a lot. Excited to do this. Um no video tonight. I just decided that the schedule, the, the times were a little bit... There's going to be too much downtime, I felt yeah. like, and it just wasn't going to work out tonight. So, no video, but that's all right. A little one less stress yeah, for me. Yeah, one less distraction. I feel yeah. like it, it's it's good, though. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be here. We just had Thanksgiving, so it's time of thanks. And, you know, I'm thankful to be a part of this show and these opportunities and getting to talk to these people. So, it's a good time, man. I'm just yeah, I'm super be- glad we get to do this, and you got to... We got an awesome show tonight, so I'm 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 pumped. Let's do it. I know. I think I started out yesterday. I was like, "Hey, it's gonna be a short show." Yeah, couple scratch guys, that, <laughs> and then a couple more added on, and then like Troy Dog hit me up, and I was like, "All right, well, we went from two to five, and then Kyle Peters couldn't make it because of a, something going on with some family, so we we're gonna move him to another day." Uh, but anyway, yeah, it ended up being a little bit longer show, but that's cool. Uh, I want to mention a couple things. This week, if you guys listen to Pulp, you heard it, but uh, Feld is offering uh, a discount on all tickets that are available right now for Supercross and Monster Jam. Cyber Week code is the letter X, PRO2022. So XPRO2022 will, can save you up to 35% on tickets to some of their events that are, are that, where the tickets are posted already. I think that ends December 4th this week. So check that out. Go support Feld. And then X-Brand is doing a really cool contest right now. And I'm reaching for my notes that are on a different, my pulp notes. But um, Rich Taylor hit me up yesterday. And if you go to xbrand.com, eksbrand.com, and use promo code, the letter X again, 
Pro 2022, so XPro 2022. Uh, and you, if you order $150 worth of products, you get a free trucker hat, free shipping, and a free one-off X-Brand athlete sticker. These He only made a few of these, like a limited number. It's a really bitching-ass sticker. I'm a sticker nut, so I, I probably need to place an order. Uh, but $150, man, like you can buy a set of Lucids. They retail for $100. Uh, maybe two or three sets of packs of tear-offs, and you hit that $150 mark, and then use a code, get some cool stuff. So eksbrand.com, hit them up. And I also want to give a shout-out to Checkers over at Racetech. You know, they're coming on board for 2022. And Checkers hit me up, and he said, hey, man, we'll we'll do your your forks, your suspension on that 250 when you get it from Kiefer. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. I think I've mentioned that already. He hit me up again today. His buddy Clay over at PDR, who is one of their – uh, race tech centers in Minnesota is going to coat my forks for me. Ooh. So I could go do black or gold or whatever I want. He said he's going to do that. So I feel really like you're going to be running on time, some, man. You got some a kit or what? Dude, I'm going to look factory. Yeah. And as I've said many, many times, all show and no go. If I'm going to go slow, I need to at least look like look I'm good. Fast. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's cool, man. I feel like special almost. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. That's going to be like, I mean, that's that sounds like an opportunity that, you know, most people don't get. So that's awesome. Yeah, it is. And you know what? I just realized <laughs> the code I gave for Feld yeah, was to say, actually I, the X-Brand code. That's say what, something... I knew that didn't sound right. I apologize. The Feld code is 2021CW. So 2021 Cyber Week, I would assume, is what the CW yeah. stands for. So, yeah, 2021CW. Uh, sorry about that, Sean. If, I know if Sean listens back, he's going to be probably pulling his the lack of hair, the lack of hair he has out when he first <laughs> hears it. But I fixed it. So yeah, Feld hit up Feld.com or a Supercross the Supercross website, the Monster Jam website. I think it works either way. Those codes it save you thirty five percent. Take your kids to some cool events. I didn't see that it works for Disney on Ice, but it might. So I'm I sure all, our listeners are really tension on. I mean, if you got kids, man, I mean, <laughs> I wanted to take our kids or Amherst kids a while back to Disney on Ice. Uh, right when COVID started, it didn't work out, but so I mean, I I think I hope you can say thirty five percent. That's awesome. Thirty five percent. That's a big deal, dude. I just spent like three hundred dollars on concert tickets for twenty one pilots for Amherst oh, yeah? oldest for Christmas or for her middle daughter for Christmas. So if I could have saved thirty five percent, that would have been awesome. Yeah, and I mean, all, at the very least, our our listeners can use them for Supercross. Where is that going to be at? Twenty One Pilots, yeah, American Airlines in Dallas. Oh, well, next September. And those tickets are steep, dude. That was a chore too. So I have it jumped on to try to buy tickets as soon as they pop up. Yeah, in a long, long time. Excuse me. And I knew they were going on sale. I think it was Tuesday of last week. Yeah, and uh, I, I it was like at ten a.m. our time. So I told my boss, "Hey, man, I need to." I need to take a few minutes and go sit in front of a laptop at 10 o'clock. Yeah. He's like, cool. So I sat down at 945, logged into Ticketmaster. It uh, it took me into a waiting room. Yeah. Waiting for that 15 minutes. And as soon as 10 o'clock hit, I said, all right, you're now in the queue. And I was like number 450-something, which is not bad at all. Yeah. I get into the thing, and it, you only get like two minutes. And there's the picture of the stadium with little dots yeah, in the yeah, seats. Yeah. And I'm trying to click on three seats, three seats, and they just they're going. As soon as I click on, oh. sorry, another fan got them. Sorry, another fan caught. And you could just see the stadium filling up, just like, like the dots are disappearing. And then there's a little thing on the right where you could just click. Like I guess it gives you what it thinks is the best available. three seats available. Uh, so I finally started clicking on that, and it would still go. Sorry, you missed out. You missed out. And then it logged me off because I took too long. Oh, sh- so I'm, I'm in full panic. I logged back in. 
Same thing. Couldn't get seats. It kicked me off the third time, and there weren't many left, and I got three. Oh, wow. Which I didn't. I wanted to get her on the floor. Yeah. But I, I ended up in the in the freaking rafters. But regardless, Jeez. she's going to see her favorite that band. that intense. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, if it had been like Tool, I would have been losing my mind. I was losing <laughs> my mind anyway. I was, I was sitting on my couch, like screaming at the laptop. Well, how the fuck is this possible? Do Tool tickets still go that fast? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I barely got mine. Really? I got one. You got one? Yeah. Wow. I'm going by myself to see Tool, but I didn't really care. It's Tool. So <laughs> I'd stand in the bathroom. Yeah. It's, hope they, the, they, mon- the well, hope they have like monitors in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I get urine on one C. Yeah, That's <laughs> so, I, got, I got dibs. Dark side yeah. got dibs. I got to move when somebody comes to use the bathroom, but the <laughs> rest of the time is mine. It's good seats, yeah. Yeah, uh, anyway, so that was cool. Uh, yeah, so thanks to Clay at PDR and Checkers at Race Tech. Para Supercross was last weekend. You said you didn't get to see a lot of it. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't really know really how to much. see. I, I had to do some research and get, I think uh, actually Nick over at Moto Limited sent me the link oh, okay. in one of our group chats. But, but there, it was on but YouTube. There was no... All you, all you really had to do, from what I understand, is type in Para Supercross, and it, and it came up. But, but it's not. It, there was no. There was no way to watch it in English. You had to watch it. Yeah, this year the commentator. It was all in uh, French. French. Fran, Fran, well, I don't, yeah, it was all in yeah, France. It's all in French. <laughs> it was all, all in, in French. French. <laughs> but I, I was actually listening to music. I had. I've been really obsessed with my new record player, but yeah. buying album like I'm. None of my family may be getting any other Christmas presents because <laughs> I keep buying records. Yeah. So I was just jamming out to records and watching the race. It really, it wasn't very exciting. Uh, basically, all I I know that Febra Feb- yep. saw uh, saw heaven. Yeah, yeah, um, that was pretty scary. That was a, a scary crash. JB did uh, really good, and Muskin apparently is freaky fast again. So that's well, yeah, basically what I got one, from one, it. One. And JB was pretty good. I mean, he was, but Ky- uh, Kyroli, yeah, <laughs> took him out. That was yeah, cool. yeah, I saw that, and then I. Like when, just, I, when I first saw the Febra crash, I was like, "How how did that happen?" Yeah, yeah. It took a minute to realize what really happened, and then like, like what, that, have uh, you seen the view from the back that they were? Because then, then you see I've it. heard about it. I haven't yeah. seen it. He like is a double, but he clips the the second step double on. so much the double that the bike decompresses and yeah. he starts going over the bars and then he's off to the triple. So yeah, the suspension just wasn't uh, wasn't super quite cross super crossed ready ready. Yeah, yeah, interesting, but yeah. um. Yeah, so again, uh, with our sponsors, I want to thank everybody. Works Connection coming on board. True Fusion, guys, that's Derek Kelly's company. He's uh, he's on board for 22. And it's, it's True Fusion Sports was created out of a necessity for products designed for recovery and performance at the highest level. With natural anti-inflammatory ingredients like Arnica, Montana flour, and magnesium sulfate, their soaks and tropicals relieve pain, mend injuries, and allow muscles to perform at their highest level. Use promo code MOTOXPOD10 to save at TrueFusionSports.com. Man, I'm having a hard time catching my breath today. I'm getting old as shit. <laughs> but uh, this stuff, I've been using some of the, I, I got this one right here. It's in front of me, the uh, the Rapid Cooling Cream Muscle and Joint Pain Relief. And when you get old and your knees hurt and your wrists hurt and all that, I've been using this stuff, you know, just, just randomly, like day in and day out, not, not after a workout or anything, just using it. And it's really been helping out some of the... Uh, Discomforts, but yeah, go check out True Fusion. That's T R U Fusion, uh, TrueFusionSports.com. Support Derek Kelly. Use the promo code. Uh, it mean a lot to us. Um, anything else, Scotty? Before we go to break and get, we'll get Benny Bloss on here in just a minute. Um, no, I guess that's that's pretty much it. Okay, the new twenty twenty two X brand Lucids are out. 
there are a limited. I just did the uh, Cyber Week special. There, there's a limited number of each colorway. He had like drop airdropped a hundred of each color. So get those. There's some sick ones. I ordered a couple just a little while ago, actually. Some one for me and a couple to resell. Okay, but check those out. Um, I'm not sure if they're available through WPS yet, but X Brand in general is available through WPS at your local dealerships. If you choose to not go through XBrand.com, go support your dealers like Craig Martin, Skippy, our boy Justin Jennings, uh, you know all the other WPS reps. So all right, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, no, no, I want to touch on the contest from last week real quick. So we were giving away Bermlord's Jersey ID number and name and number, two colors, black and gray, I think, or, or black and white or gray and white. Uh, all you have to do is post a picture on Instagram of your new Jersey with no lettering, tag us Moto X pod show and tag at Bermlord's and we'll pick a winner for that at the next show, which would be two weeks. And then we've still got the Race Tech T-shirt going on. Post a picture of your bike, your suspension, you know, while you're out riding. Maybe it needs some work. Or actually one of the guys sent a picture of his bike's actually in the shop and his rear shock's off. Just tag a picture about your suspension or whatever. And again, tag at Moto X Pod Show and tag at Race Tech Inc. on Instagram. We'll pick a winner for a T-shirt. And there was one more, I feel like. Oh, the... The banner and oh, nobody wanted my, it? my old front fender. No, we we've got some entries. Okay, my my Berm Lord's front fender that Steve made fun of is up for grabs. I don't and, think it was just Steve. Old, well, okay, <laughs> I, and our old banner is up for grabs. All you got to do is send a, a an email to motoxpodshow at gmail and let us know why you like the show, why you listen, and we'll pick a random winner. Those are all in two weeks. So yeah, that's that's it. We're gonna go to break. Oh, uh, yes, I do. Want, yep, I do want to say one quick thing. I'll let you. I've I've been brainstorming on how I can do something in addition to the show. So I would, maybe you, if you could email the show, or even I have access to the Instagram. So if you could maybe throw some ideas on the DM on Instagram, I can check those there. Um, just some ideas, and maybe something that you'd like to hear. You know, five, any any topics that you'd like to hear five ten minutes about. I'm kind of trying to brainstorm. Maybe you do something at my house, like get. I might set up there where I can do, you know, just talk about anything moto related for a couple minutes. I don't really, you know, I'm ideas in the idea land right now. So anybody that has anybody that has any kind of something that they'd like to see that maybe they're not getting from another uh, platform of podcast or anything, I'm I'm ready for ideas. So just uh, just send some to Instagram that way, and that'd be cool. That TJ Smith guy had an idea of shortening the show. Yeah, and I'm trying to add to it. Yeah. You're my man. Yeah. TJ's out. Scotty's in. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Entercom. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM. Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeeUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Moto X Pajo Senya. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. 
X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hair and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hair and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm, and for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy lock-on grips today. What's up, everybody? Our first guest of the night is brought to you by Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps' goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public. With products, that like, with products like the industry standard Pro Launch Start Device, the Elite Clutch Perch, radiator braces, customized master cylinder covers, and much more, it's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have what the pros use. Tonight, Works Connection's... Connection brings us Team Tedder's Benny Bloss. What's up, buddy? How's it going? It's going good, man. I'm excited to talk to you. Been uh, trying to get this going for a couple weeks, and you were waiting on this announcement today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's nice to finally talk about it. Yeah. Um, I've been on the bike since November 1st, so um, it's been a long month of like not really being able to post on Instagram. But, yeah, um, yeah. No, it's been worth it, and I'm super excited and thankful to get a ride, and especially with such a good team, and it's uh, it's going to be a good year, I think. I'm excited for you, man. I know last year was not, not the year you wanted. Of course, the end of 20 outdoors didn't go the way you wanted. It's It's been a, a long time since you've had some peaks, a lot of valleys, not too many peaks lately. No, 100%. It was, you know, 2020 outdoors was about as bad a it went about as bad as it could go i feel like um and then last year was obviously terrible i wasn't doing that great and then like i finally started to feel better and i found some speed in dallas and then i got hurt and so then i'm riding through injuries and it was just wasn't a good year but thankfully i was able to take the summer and heal my body get fully back to 100 percent, and then start riding and training and Man, it's been super nice. Um, a lot less pain yeah. while riding, which is nice. Yeah, that's really good. It's a lot easier. Dallas was your ankles, right? Yeah. 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 No, but, and I, I don't think people really realized exactly. Like some people were just telling me, yeah, it's, you know, you sprained your ankle or something, but I tore ligaments in both ankles and like they were pretty messed up and it wasn't really a, yeah, take some time off. It was more of a, you need to be on the track. So it was right. okay. Well, yeah. I'm going to try and the results were horrible. So, right. Yeah. You could see the look on your face whenever I'd walk by the tent, you know, motor concepts or whatever. You just, you did not look happy. And I was like, God, man, I don't even want to bother the guy. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It's not even that I wasn't happy. It was more of just like a. I have to find a way to get through the night. Oh yeah, so I yeah. Went to Atlanta, and it was like the Atlanta one. I overjumped a jump on the second lap, and that was the end of my day. And then Atlanta two, I made it a little further, and then I raced like three laps of the main event at Atlanta three, but. It was just, it was horrible. And especially with the schedule, the way they had it, it was great if you weren't injured. But like, you get an injury and then it's it's horrible because you got three days to recover rather than seven. Yeah, I was actually wanting to ask you about that. Are you glad it's back to normal schedule? Because I think most of you top level riders are. There's a few guys that like the three in a week, but, uh, or, you know, what you know what I mean, but three in one city, one midweek. But you, I'm sure you're glad it's back to normal. I am glad it's back to normal. I I enjoyed the way that it was last year. It's not like I I don't know. I enjoyed it. But you know, this year I'm a dad. I've got yep. my son and I don't really want to be away from him for 10 days, you know? So it's nice to be able to come home during the week and have a normal week rather than you know, it was hard some places like we stayed in a hotel in Indy. So like I can't cook. I have to eat out every single meal. <laughs> right. It's, and it just gets old. Sure. Um, but I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool all the way up until I had my ankle injuries. And then it was just like, oh, this is horrible. Makes but, sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was cool. I think maybe if they did like maybe split it up and did some races normal and then maybe we do like two places a year where we do three races, I think that would be cool. But only if they were like good dirt places. Yeah, and yeah, not you know, not like uh Minneapolis where maybe it's snowing for the full week or something, you know. Yeah. Needs to be somewhere like Arlington or uh like that'd be good for us. But yeah, something yeah, some, no. somewhere it's cool to hang out though, you know, yeah. I or Salt Lake City, that's a big one cuz everybody likes uh uh what's that town up north uh, above Salt Lake there? Park, Park City. Yeah, Park City. Everybody likes to go there, but that's a little out of probably your price range and damn sure my price range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would i mean if they wanted to do a bunch of races in salt lake i'd be fine with that i have friends that live there and i had so much fun on that trip that we did yeah uh, i, I, I love that i went last for the finals this year i guess but that's the first time i'd ever been there i didn't get to mm-hmm. go last year when they were there for what seven rounds or whatever but i liked it but it was just weird because everything shut down pretty early and there there was some yeah it's, it's, different, it's different that's for sure yeah it's, it's really weird to go from having the finale be at Vegas, yes, to having it there, and it's like by the time you're done racing, everything's closed. <laughs> exactly. Like, what, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? I think I heard that like the Cooper Webb Championship party, they they, they oh, I know they broke the rules basically. I think they had to pay the the bar club to stay open and keep serving because they didn't want to, weren't supposed to, and yeah, I, I heard stories that that was like yeah, not really. It it's just anticlimactic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, now you mentioned like that you're having a kid now and you know, that's probably one of the biggest life changing moments somebody can have. I mean, I've never experienced that yet, but, um, what I, I would kind of wanted to know was, you know, those life changes, how, how has that affected your racing mentality and what kind of changes have you noticed when you're, you know, when you're behind the bars is, has anything changed or like what, what helps you, you know, just kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah. You know, I don't really think that I've had any like when i'm on the bike i don't think about it i don't really think any different than i did before but 
having a kid and knowing that I have to provide for him, like obviously I've provided for myself and my wife in the past, but I've got a whole new thing now and it makes getting up at five 30 every morning a lot easier and it makes the bike rides easier. It just, it has definitely helped my motivation and like, there's nothing I love more than getting done with a long, hard day at the track. And I come home and I get to see my little man and play with him. And, um, it's a crazy experience and it's, it completely changes how you look at everything really. And, you know, I know that people say that and that's like the thing to say, but it, I mean, it's true. People say it for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got a, but, you got a little human there that, that relies on you that cannot take care of itself. Yeah. No, it, it's crazy. It's, yeah. I was just talking to my wife about it last night and it's like you go in our living room and there's just toys everywhere. <laughs> right. Right. It's so weird. Yeah. My, like how much our life has changed. Sure. And he's, he like crawls really fast right now and he's standing up everywhere and it, I think he's probably going to start walking before Christmas. Nice. And so then it's just going to be a whole new mess of things to oh, worry about. Yeah. 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 You got I'm, I'm just excited for all of it. It's you, you got to move all your trinkets up a, a few feet because everything's going to get pulled down now. Yeah. It's like my wife put a Christmas tree up November oh, yeah. 1st yep. and all he wants to do is take the ornaments off. Yep. And his <laughs> two favorite things are take the ornaments off the tree so they just like keep moving up and up and up. <laughs> and the net, his next favorite thing to do is mess with my dog's water and food bowl. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> please don't do like, just yeah. play with your toys. Right. How old is he? He's almost nine months. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My granddaughter's right behind then. She's eight or seven and a half, eight months. So yeah, she's. She's just starting to kind of crawl around a little bit and scoot. You know, she's not even crawling fully. She's scooting, but yeah. yeah. My house has toys everywhere now, too. Like I told my son Sunday, I was over there. I was like, he was talking about Christmas. I said, like, hey, big kids aren't getting shit. <laughs> 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 Hendrix is getting everything, and you're out of luck, dude. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's another thing that's super nice is it's like Christmas for – my wife and I, it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously I'm going to get her something nice, sure. but for the most part, it's all about him now. And it's, it's nice. It takes a lot of pressure off. That's for sure. That's good, but, man. I'm happy for you, dude. Cause like I do question, this is a joke, but I do question your parenting skills a little bit by your last Instagram post with the, that Jersey that he was in, but <laughs> <laughs> well, He's a Chiefs fan. Oh, okay. He's, he's, he's born to be a Chiefs fan. Yeah. They're playing good right now, too, so it's a good time for him to be a Chiefs fan. Yeah. I actually they have, started out horrible, but... I have no issue with the Chiefs, actually, other than they beat us in the Super Bowl, but... Yeah. I'm a Cowboys guy, so we had the opposite of y'all. We started off great, and now we're playing like crap. That <laughs> makes me happier than anything oh, in the world. I would yeah, rather... Honestly, Go ahead. Honestly, at this point, like if you're a Cowboys fan, I just you gotta feel sorry for him. No, know? don't feel Delusional. sorry for us. Oh, like, not we're it. winning the Super Bowl this year, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hey, always well, that. And I, I was, I thought we were good. I was waiting to see how good we are, and it's really starting to not look yeah. as good as we were gonna thought so, we were gonna be. I, I, I texted a bunch of my uh, my Cowboy fan friends the other day because my Niners have won like three in a row, and I was like, oh shit. 
we're going to the Super Bowl. We're, oh we're there. Just, you know, and they're like, you're, you're an idiot. I was like, this is exactly how you sound every year. Being a Cowboys fan is like, I know we're not going to the playoffs. It's I'm not. I'm joking. Being a Cowboys fan is like is like when somebody finally gets a joke on Steve. That's what it feels like. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because you know, once you finally get something on his, you know, no, I I love the Cowboys being bad more than I love my Niners. You winning. and the rest of America. I, I <laughs> God, I hate the Cowboys. So anyway, I have friends who are Cowboys fans, and it's like before the Chiefs game a couple weeks ago, they yeah. were talking a bunch of crap, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be great. And then we smoke. It's like, yeah. Well, it was tough for us here because because oh. because uh, little Pat's from right down the road, right, yeah. right, right like ten minutes from where I live, and so everybody knows him. So we like the Chiefs because of that. But then we now that y'all beat us, <laughs> that story changed. I love it. I love it. All right, back to racing, man. How did the uh, how the team tether deal come about? Was that something you've been working on for a while? I assume. Um, is is kind of crazy. So. When I wrote in 2020, when I wrote for Rock River, I had been talking to them very seriously before that. Okay. It fell through and they had hired Dabalov. Yep. And I didn't talk to them the next year. And I honestly, at this, I would say in August, July to August, I really did not think I was going to race dirt bikes again this year. Like, I kind of thought that was it. I had had a horrible year. Obviously, I thought nobody would want to hire me. And I think it was the day of Unadilla. I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm watching the race. And I get a text, and it says Matt Tedder. And I was like, that's weird. Like, why is he texting me? And he just had reached out to me to see if I was going to race and if I would be interested in talking. And I was like, yeah. And I basically just, you know, kept in contact with him and he was just saying, you know, it's between you and a couple other guys. And I just kept talking to him, kept talking to him, kept talking to him. And then finally it came together in probably the beginning of October. Okay. And moved out to California right before November 1st, started riding November 1st and, um, it's super nice to be back on KTM. Yeah. I absolutely love the dirt bike, but I really, so far, I really like the team atmosphere. Like just the vibes, every, talking to everyone that's a part of it. I really like my mechanic. He works really, really hard, which is super nice, obviously, but, um, gotta be better know, Jericho. <laughs> Jericho's a cool guy now. He's Hell a, yeah, he is. He's a, he's a crew chief. Jeez, how did that happen? How, ah, man. How do, you, how do you go from being like uh, A-Ray's mechanic and, you know, to <laughs> I just don't know how that happened overnight. But I love the guy, man. So I'm, I'm so happy for him. Yeah, no, I, I was happy to see him get take another step up. Yeah. Uh, it'll be nice to see him this year i'm sure he'll be at all the races so um he thinks that his titans are going to win the super bowl <laughs> which is false but it's uh, good but yeah, back to the team everything's yeah. been great it's been like i said the vibes are super nice it's like you know there's not too much pressure which is nice um and right now i'm just building and trying to get better and 
I'm on a complete new training program with Davey Millsaps. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So right after Supercross was over, I sold my house in Oklahoma and I moved back to Missouri. And like I said, I really thought that I was done racing. Um, And then this came about and it was, I had basically told them, you know, like, I'll do whatever you want me in California. You want me in Florida. I don't care wherever you want me. I'll be there. And you know, the team's based out of California. So I committed to renting a house for November through May. And so I'll be here for the whole season. And I started working with Millsaps November 1st as well. So I'm a month in on that. And I've never made so much progress in a month in my life. Um, Program's just kind of different than anything I've ever done before. And the eating is way different. I'm gluten-free and dairy-free, which is really new for me. I am a massive fan of cheese. So <laughs> yeah, you know, too, man. hard at first, but cheese and ice cream. Uh, see ice cream's not like, like honestly before, if I'd eat ice cream, I'd eat dairy free ice cream. So, mm. uh, really it's just like the cheese and I didn't drink milk either. I was an almond milk guy as well. So that, and I don't know if people realize like pretty much everything there is gluten. Yeah. And it was, so it was kind of hard to, to get on that as well, but, um, man, it's been going awesome. I'm feeling good. I'm doing a lot of motos every day and it's, uh, hanging out with sketchy. Hey, Ray. Yeah. Uh, And Carson, Carson and Derek Drake as well. Yeah. Derek. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a really good month in November. We rode at Carson's mostly and just the four of us, a Ray was absent for a good bit of it, but so really three of us, but, um, it's been going great. That's good to hear. Yeah, it sounds like a really good program. Uh, you know, and especially I hope A Ray did really well with it a couple of years ago, and he, yeah. he he's got to get back on that food program again, maybe. But uh, <laughs> uh, but hey, I want to ask you real quick. You mentioned you know sitting home for the outdoors and got the text. I know going into the season, you had mentioned I think on Instagram that you you were going to try to race a couple. Did you not race any because of the the injuries, or was it just because of no help, or what? What was the reason that you didn't do any outdoors? mostly the no help it was i was pretty committed like right before i did my ankles i was told moto concepts was not going to do outdoors right because it was kind of like up in the air in the beginning of the season um and then it went to no we're not going to do any so then as soon as i found that out i'm like okay so then i was gonna actually buy bikes from them and i was really working on program and stuff just wasn't really aligning like I had wanted it to. And so I kind of shut it down. And then as soon as Supercross was over, like Atlanta for me was a really down moment of my life. Like I think it was after Atlanta too. I remember I was in my hotel room by myself and I literally was crying because I was just like, I'm like, I'm done. Like, this is it. I can't do this anymore. This is, you know, I'm not making enough money for the effort that I'm putting out. I'm not like, this just is not worth it. Right. I'm injured. I'm riding through these injuries. I'm just making my body worse. And like, I had kind of thought right there, I was like, this is it. I'm done. And I kind of told my wife that, and she was like, well, give it to the end of the season. 
<laughs> yeah, and nice. I, thankfully, I listened to her in Salt Lake. I did better, and we decided after the final Salt Lake, it was, you know, whatever I got to do, I'm going to race. So then I was like, okay, I'll race some outdoors. And I tried putting together a program. I got a Kawasaki. I was going to get another one, and I was going to race those at the last five outdoors. Well, then, like, I tried – I got a bike pretty easy, and then I got good suspension from Showa, which was awesome. And then – I struggled to get pretty much anything else, especially like all the companies were super low on everything. Yeah. And like, I understand that. So it just was to the point where it's like, okay, I'm going to spend too much money and I'm not going to make any money if I do this. So then it was okay. Maybe I'll do two or I'll do one, but then it's like, there's no point in doing that. Like I'm not going to, train all this time for one race yeah it doesn't make any sense i was working out and you know riding having fun and then i got that text and it was like okay i'm going racing i had been kind of working on a program um like a privateer program with my own deal but Mm -hmm. that had fell through like right as the tether thing came about so it was perfect timing and um they really kind of saved me i guess that's good to hear, man. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, um, I saw your post today, and first of all, it's to say that 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 black KTM, the Team Tether bike, that thing looks sick. I love that black KTM. That bike looks so good. Um, I I just wanted to kind of you know you kind of mentioned it a, a minute ago about where you you love you liked being back on the KTM. To me, is you know your your height is probably the tallest rider out there. Um, it seems like that that bike gives you the best platform for someone. Of that height, I just kind of want to know, like, that. Do you kind of agree with that? Is that why you like the KTM so much, or is there other platforms that you know suit you better? Or just kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah, no, I fully agree with that. Um, all my best results have always been on a KTM. I've always felt the most comfortable on a KTM, and with other bikes, I've had to do like modifications, whether it be lowered foot pegs you know, certain stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas the KTM, I run everything stock height. And I think that it just fits a tall guy better. I think that I have more room on it than I had on any other bike. And it just, it works the way that I like it to work. Um, is really the biggest thing. I like the suspension and they're fast. Like, right. Honestly, (laughs) for the month of November, I've been riding a stock bike and it's been really good. So, um, I just it's hard to beat the KTM. I know. I, I, I used to, a couple of years ago. I had one back in like '03, and it was kind of a junker before they'd kind of you know made that turnaround. And yeah. and I swore I'd never get a KTM again. And then I rode my buddy's newer one, and then like I have one now, and they're, they're, I, it's hard. It's gonna be hard to go back for a while. Yeah, I've never rode one. I haven't rode one since like. I heard the new bike is supposed to be even better, which is crazy, but um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, sure. I'd like to ride one. I haven't been on one in years, but I'm going Blue Crew two strokes apparently. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what I'm getting. So I, I'm getting a free bike, Benny. So I'm taking it. Free is free is always the way to go. Yeah, man. I I, I have to cut my hair, so you may not recognize me this year, but uh, that was the deal Chris Kiefer gave me. Is 
He's giving me a bike if I cut my hair. I would shave my whole That's body. A horrible for deal. Yeah, for them, right? For them or me? <laughs> yeah, like the hair grow back. I would do that for <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, I'm in. But they've been trying to get me to do it. Him and Math has been trying to get me to do it for years, and I would just refuse. And yeah, he he offered me up a it's actually a YZ250 title, clear title, man, 22 model. I was like, yeah, I'm in. I th- wow. I think I think to them having yeah. the fact that they can hold. The fact that they bought the pony, yeah, that, that's yeah. that's oh, what yeah. they're that's that's what all their characters. Chris about. is keeping it apparently, like he wants it on his mantle. It's <laughs> it's so it's a weird deal, Benny. But uh, I mean, I'm in. I'll, I'll take it. But at a, at, well, it won't be at a one. I don't know when it's going to happen. It's got to be at a live pulp show. So I'll still look normal for a little while, or normal to, for me. Not not not. Yeah, so apparently, that's when, the problem. When we say you're going to cut your, when you say you're going to cut your hair, yeah. do you mean like like you're going all in? Whatever Kiefer wants, he gets to pick the style and who cuts it. Oh, so, hey, so here I'll, I'll give how you. How long a, do you have to run it? Uh, there's no time frame. He just wants to cut it, and that's it. Then I can do whatever the hell I want. So it's it'll grow oh. back in six months. Uh, no, I mean not not as full length, but yeah. you know, this is what it he, seems like it's going to do. Kiefer wants to do the actual snipping of the pony, yep. like like a ceremonial, yes. yep. and then after that, Dark Side is going to be in the background getting a real haircut. That's the idea. Like, at one of Steve's live shows that he does on Friday nights. Sometimes that yeah, yeah, apparently I'll be in the background while him and Kiefer and Weeds are doing their show and I'll be in the back with getting a haircut. Freaking weird, but I don't That's care. That's a pretty cool idea, honestly. I mean they're they seem to be happy about it and I, I mean it's really cool, Benny, because like Checkers at Race Tech is a sponsor of my show and Pulp and he's like, dude, we'll do your suspension. Uh, another guy that works with Checkers reached out today and wants to the coat the forks for me. So I'm gonna look fast as hell. When I show up, you got a solid deal out of this thing. I agree. I think think that because of how good of a deal, I think that they should definitely like full bald, like Bicket. No, (laughs) I I actually called Kiefer afterwards. I was like, do not F me down on this. And he's like, no, dude, come on. He's like, dude, I want you like they legitimately think it looks they hate the ponytail dude and they're like we're gonna i want you we're gonna make you look good dude we're gonna get, like give you this a great hairstyle and i'm like all right whatever so like, I, I was like please don't bick it please don't give me a mullet and he's like no no i'm not gonna do that to you it's gonna be cool i feel like Kiefer wants to give you that that you know on dodgeball when steve the pirate finally cuts his hair and he gets that normal i think i think that's what Kiefer wants <laughs> i'd have to go back and watch you ever seen that oh, okay come on. i haven't seen it a long but anyway benny you nothing. don't know that by oh i know exactly what he you don't thank you I've, benny i've only <laughs> seen that one time unfortunately but i do have i own it so oh I'll, I'll watch you it own it you've only seen it once. yeah man look it's it's on a like a a dual dvd uh, with there's something about mary so I, i'll watch it this weekend i'll see what you're talking about <laughs> i just know the uh if you can dodge wrenches, you can wrenches. You can dodge a ball. <laughs> Tell me this: Would you be okay with like a rat tail? Oh, I, I wouldn't want it. But at this point, I'm getting a free bike. Kiefer, like what? It like picture he bicks the whole top and then just a gnarly rat tail. Ugh, I, I would not. That like would be that hilarious at all. That's but, not what Kiefer wants, though. Yeah, Kiefer I, wants him to. Sh- he wants to try to show shine light in the dark side of having a normal yes. haircut. That's what he wants. <laughs> I'm going to message him and tell him yeah. he needs to pick the top. And do you, go right. I don't think I, ha- I know I'm looking at my soundboard. I don't have the drop, but Kiefer's like dark side's going to be so hot. <laughs> <She's> so hot. <laughs> anyway, no. it's going to be awesome. But Hey man, enough about me. I, I honestly, Benny, I'm very excited for you, man. I, I really think you're a great guy. I, I've uh, felt a connection with you, you know, a, a bit of a friendship with you over the last couple of years and, 
I didn't like seeing how last year went, man, you know, or into this year. So I, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. I feel like there's new life. You're, you know, you, your family's, you know, grown. Things are on the uphill. We're getting to a peak, man. I'm excited. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, man. It's, uh, I'm excited about the whole thing. And it's, uh, last year was not the year to have right. my last season be. No. So to be able to be racing again and, feel better than I did at any point last year is I'm super thankful for it and um just excited to get it all started. Yeah, it's gonna be good, man. Um yeah. I had one, one I had one final question. I'm you know, you've mentioned it already. I'm kinda glad to hear that you're having a good off season and the new program is working out. That's awesome. I I think that that's something that will do dividends for you in the long season. So my question is is when you're in those dog days of training and it's just chasing lap times day in day out you're breaking your body down building it back up what is kind of like what do you look at in this season like what's your silver lining like what do you what kind of is like keeps you going and what yeah like motivation or just what what part of aspects of the season do you just kind of like comes into your head and like that makes you you know just want to keep going and stuff like that um it's a hard question uh when i came so when i came into this off season um I I talked with Millsaps and I and he was like, I need you to give me everything you possibly have, and if you do that, you're going to be successful. And so basically, like my motivation is just if I do everything I'm asked, I'm going to be successful. Yeah. And I just feel like I have to be because I have no other choice. It's either be successful this year or go get a real job. And I really don't want <laughs> That's motivation. I really don't pretty good. want to go get a real job. I feel so that. Yeah. Nice. Pretty, like it's honestly I've just I tell myself every single day when I'm at the track, when I'm doing workouts, no matter what, do not complain. Do not get fr- like it's hard to not get frustrated in certain motos. Today I got frustrated in a moto, but it's do not pull off a single lap. Do every lap you're asked to do. Eat everything you're asked to eat. Don't eat anything you're asked not to eat. Just everything that I'm asked to do, do it. Do it with a smile on my face because things could be a lot worse. Hell yeah. yeah I like that. Good point. I like it, man. I like it. Um, all right, Benny, we're going to let you go. I appreciate your time. I think at A1, I'm going to have to bring – I have a 49er Nerf football I might have to bring for your son. So <laughs> <laughs> It will go in a fire. Oh, with, well, then, with, then in that with case – Jericho's uh, Titans flag you sent me. Uh, I'll keep it in that case then. But, hey, I look forward to seeing you A1, man. I'm excited for you. Congratulations. It's going to be a good year. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on and uh, look forward to seeing you this year. All right, buddy. Sound, sounds good. Take care. Thanks. All right, Sam. All right, that's Benny Bloss. Uh, we're about to take a commercial break. I want to thank Blood Lubricants, which were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of race, racing. Whether you race moto, cross-country, side-by-sides, or even sprint cars, Blood Lubricants has a product for you. Visit bloodlubricants.com and use promo code MOTOX to save at checkout. All right, we'll be right back with Hunter Lawrence. 
We all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, Blood Lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust Blood Lubricants in our machines, so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their Chain Lube, Two-Stroke Premix, PolyClean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. If you're anything like me, you remember in the late 80s and the 90s, all the cool custom-painted helmets. Jeremy McGrath, Damon Bradshaw, Jeff Emig, all the top riders showed their style and personality with a custom-painted helmet. I was always envious. I mean, I knew I'd at least look faster with a custom lid. Now you, too, can be like your favorite riders. Be one of the cool kids. Kirk Hunter from Extreme Colors has been painting helmets since 1998 and has you covered. For only $395, you can have a one-of-a-kind professional paint job on your lid. Contact Kirk Hunter at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com and follow them on Instagram at, at extremecolors, that's X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S, Extreme Colors. Be the envy of all your friends and contact Extreme Colors today. Let them know that the Moto X Pod Show sent you, as always. Next up tonight, brought to you by X Brand Goggles. X Brand Goggles has grown into one of the top goggle companies for privateers like Cal Chisholm, Ben LeMay, Ryan Brees, as well as many of the top GNCC guys like Craig DeLong. They all choose X Brand. Visit xbrand.com or go to your local dealership and get them through WPS. Or hit me up, darksidemx3 at aol.com for pricing. But tonight, X Brand Goggles brings us Hunter Lawrence. What is up, dude? What's going on, boys? Not much, man. Uh, excited to talk to you. I've been trying to get this going for a couple of weeks, but everybody's yeah, busy. Good. Yeah, dude, flat out. It's, uh, the whole family and I, we just moved into to new houses and stuff. So we've been doing that, testing with the new bike um, out in California, then back finally here, getting the house sorted, doing all the honey to-do lists. You know how that is? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> if there's something we've been short of uh, lately, it's uh, spare time. So <laughs> I-, I can imagine. Uh, how is that new bike? How are you liking it? Good, mate. Good. It's really good. The team's been incredible. Um, the amount of stuff we've been able to test is is awesome. You know, we've been going through – we've been doing big days, like I'm not going to lie. They've been freaking long and, and strenuous, but it's it's all good. The team works just as hard as we do, so that's all we can ask for of them and We've been knocking it out, so it's good. It's good. How do you get through those long days sometimes? I mean, I, I'm sure there's days where you're like, dude, I've tested enough linkages. Like, I want to go home and, you know, have a steak. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like, so 
my like with me, my body's a little different. Jet likes to crack a few Red Bulls during the early <laughs> afternoon to pull him through. Okay. Me, I have to be a little more prepared on the diet side of things, food stuff, energy foods, etc. But it's no, you're dead right. Like when you're you've been there since eight o'clock, riding since eight forty five nine, and it's three o'clock in the afternoon, four o'clock, dude. It's tough. Like yeah. it's freaking tough, but. I mean, at the end of the day, the the way I look at it is the team's only going to feed off what vibe and energy you're putting out. So if you're there feeling over it, then they're going to feel the same thing. So it's the way I look at it is I always give my 100% and make sure I am always willing to try anything they want, anything they want, anything I feel like is going to be better because the more pumped up and like motivated I am in the end of the day, the more better they're going to be and, and, you know, produce better quality testing, you know? Yeah. That, that's very mature for, uh, a, I'm going to say a kid your age because I'm old. Uh, yeah. that, that's a very, <laughs> and, you know, your brother gives mature stuff, like just very respectful. Uh, it, it's very clear how your parents raise you. I think we've talked about that before. It's just, it, it's very impressive the way the two of you respond to, to work. I mean, like yeah. the, the average fans like, Oh, poor guy has to ride his dirt bike all day. But it does – anything gets old and it becomes a job after day after day, hour after hour. It's for not like, sure. For yeah, sure. you're not just riding with your buddies all the time like, let's see who can go no. do the best whip. Yeah, yeah. No, like it's it's tough. And, and keep in mind at, at th- from – well, in realistic real, – or reality, sorry. From 1 o'clock onwards, the tracks are gone. <laughs> right, right. Like they're, they're so dry, dusty, whatever you want to call it, beat up. They're, they're gone. And we still have to go out for the next four or five hours, however long we're going to be there. Yeah. And we have to put in race pace laps and give the best feedback we can so the team can get the next plan on what next thing they're going to test, you know. And, and yeah, we do. We have so much friggin' respect for our team and guys because, like, they're human beings. Like, dude, they have their own lives. They have their own families. And their whole job is dedicated to us riders. So, um I could live with myself if I was a dick and didn't respect my team because dude, majority of their job, nearly all of their job percentage revolves around how to better us and how to help us win and about us. So that's the way I look at it. Just, just more of, I look at them as friends, you know? Nice. I like it. You know, so going through this, uh, excuse me, this off season testing and all that stuff, I just kind of wondered what, you know, what part of your racecraft have you given the most attention to? What have you, what has kind of been what you worked on the most this off season? Um, first and foremost, my body first and, and foremost was my health after the season, given it the time off, it, it really badly needed, um, handle everything, you know, COVID was a, it rocked my socks during the later stages of the season. So that really depleted myself a lot. That was that was honestly it because the races that I was, I was fit and healthy and, and, you know, dialed in, I felt like we did really well. And, and the other ones were, you know, I don't think it was besides, you know, somewhere I may have crashed and stuff. Wasn't like, Oh, Hey, like you're, you know, I don't know, passing on the outside, for example, wasn't as great or, or stuff, you know, obviously we're always trying to improve, but um, the first and foremost, I believe in myself, um, and so does my team believe in me more than anyone else. So just getting myself healthy, they all, my whole team and circle knows what I can accomplish when I'm, you know, 
hundred percent healthy. So what is there anything that you learned from this year that training wise, bike setup wise, that like maybe it is a drastic change for next year that you've decided to go a different route? Mm, not really. I mean, the Supercross season, yes, I kind of we kind of have more of an idea of what East Coast tracks are like. Mm-hmm. So that kind of yeah, you could say yes, like we are anticipating. But then again, you could anticipate something and then come to the first three rounds and go, holy shit, like everything's so different to what we anticipated. And then, you know, you could be in such a bad position. So right. we're, we're just, you know, not really focusing too much on what's coming in three months' time, but more just day by day. So did does that mean you're racing East Coast? I'm not sure if I should have said that. <laughs> okay, that's why I asked. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's safe to say Jed will be on West and I'll be on East okay. because of the extra time I've had to take off to – to get, you know, my body right and stuff. But, you know, so I, I listened to you and your brother, and, your, and I get your dad was on there too. I listened to the Y'all's Whiskey Throttle show, and that was probably one of my favorite ones so far. I thought y'all's story was so interesting. And I I love the dynamic that you, your dad, and your brother have. And one of the examples of that that I that I that caught my that caught me my attention was how your dad had to kind of sit down with you one day and was saying that, you know, if technically if Jet if we don't make jet faster than you, then really we haven't done our, our job the way that we need to. So I just kind of wanted that, you know, I thought that was so interesting and and so cool. And I just kind of wanted you to go a little more of, of the dynamic between y'all three and, you know, just how, how that, how that plays into your career and stuff. Yeah. So, so that whole statement, some people might not understand. So let me elaborate on that. And, and what that means is by saying we have failed if jet doesn't end up, to be faster than us is is purely because so imagine you're building a house right and it's your first time building a house how many attempts at building a house do you think it would take before you figured the plumbing out you figured out how to stack bricks properly you figured out the electric electrical wires and all that stuff the kitchen all that how many attempts do you think it would take to figure out how to build a house yeah i'd never get it that's and such then, a good analogy you know <laughs> And then, okay, the guy that's had 55 attempts, let's say 60 attempts, 100 attempts at building a house, has his son come through and he says, all right, son, this I'm going to teach you how to build a house. How many attempts do you think that son's going to have at building a house? Correctly. At least half, you know? Less. You know, like like if he he follows his father's every step that he knows, hey, this succeeded, this worked, this worked because I did this, kid will probably get it right in the first three goes. I love that, man. Yeah, Maybe. that's a really good analogy. That's really good. And, and that's literally the same thing as Jet. Dude, everything suspension-wise from training techniques, training off the bike techniques, riding things this, how to approach this, how to approach in Supercross, how to this. I'm three injuries deep in Supercross because we didn't have the right formula to train, to do this, how to hit whoops, etc. Jet came through, hey, dude, this is what you want to do. This is what you're going to practice. On smaller whoops, practice missing a whoop. Practice missing a whoop and keeping the throttle on so you don't drop the front behind the whoop you're missing. You know, just shit like that that yeah. is, is so important on how to be prepared for when things go wrong. What's the first thing someone does when they miss a whoop in Supercross? That isn't experience. They back the throttle off. Yep. And then they drop it right after the whoop they've missed, instant over the bars or something like that, you know? 
So I like it. Very intelligent. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 what why that saying. And at the time, I'm like, there's no way when he's telling me to say yeah. that will be fast one. I'm going, I'm going, fuck you. There's no way. I'm <laughs> yeah. never let that happen. And now look at us. You know, he is. You know, given my my um, consequences and everything I've had to go through the past two years, I'm getting better and stuff, and I will kick yep. his ass again. There you so, go. But. It was yeah, dude. Had a rough path. Everyone's path is different, so yeah. I, I love that. And you brought up Scotty the the whiskey throttle interview when we had Jet on. I don't know four or five weeks ago. One of our buddies over in Australia. Um, he goes by Moose. He's a super fan. You, I think you actually met him at Millville a couple of years ago when I interviewed you okay. for him. Anyway, okay. he wanted me to ask Jet about. I guess your dad had to sell a car. It was called a Monero. Yeah, Monaro, yes. Monaro, okay. I asked Jet this question, but I don't know that Jet understood what I was asking him. But Moose wants to know if you guys with championship money would ever, like, if you ever consider replacing the Monaro. Yeah, so I don't think we'd replace the Monaro because in America there's there's so much more of – so much more good shit, put it that way. Okay. Like there's, there's C10s, there's Chevelles, there's 68, 69 Camaros, there's um, that all that stuff dad yeah. loved. You okay. know, that, that was dad, dad, the cars, the stuff he had that he imported from America and this and that and, and whatever back back that many years ago was all stuff that just whatever you could kind of get your hands on because the Australian car market in that aspect of drag racing and, and kind of street cars and stuff is so little compared to the American market. Like the American market, dude, you can go and get a, a junkyard car or something like so cheap or you can get like parts to build a Chevrolet C10 truck. Like you can buy brand new parts for to build that truck where in Australia you're looking through scrapyards, looking mm. for secondhand things, used stuff that you'd like have to redo and, and make it all fresh again, you know, so – America. We probably did that. We probably came up with something fresh. That's cool, though. I like that. He sent me a picture of those cars, and I, I thought they looked like really badass cars. Yeah, that that Monaro of Dad's was was badass. That thing was a beast. I I personally, so Dad loves working on trucks and stuff. He loves working and tinkering on them. Yeah. But I honestly would love to buy him something that is complete that he doesn't have to work on it. That he can just get in it, go for a cruise. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's more my my level right there. I want it complete. I just want to go have fun in it. I don't want to work on it. So yeah, yeah, because yeah. he loves working in it and stuff. But he does. He already works so much and does so much for us, and and is one of the hardest working guys I've ever met as far as laboring hours and stuff. I don't think I've met some, many people that can work the same labor hours as as our dad does. So that's a good role model right there, man. He's a Freaking damn hard worker. Yeah, the dude will will outwork you till he, his legs give out. Nice. That's yeah. That's, that's good role model. That's how my dad was. So um, yeah. I want to go back a few months ago. Uh, Jet posted the video of him giving you the Red Bull helmet. Uh, how how did that feel, man? That's that's a pretty big deal. It was good. It was yeah. It was sick. It was cool. Obviously, like Red Bull's so elusive and and so freaking special yeah and and yeah to like to to have him you know go i always wanted to be red bull obviously is for for years and years and then for my how my kind of path went and injuries and stuff and then for him to get it 
um, I was like happy for him, but a little jealous, you know, and then, and obviously like I knew what I needed to achieve and stuff. And then to go and, and, you know, earn it, you know, that this year was, was kind of, it felt even better than just, you know, if I was given the Red Bull helmet, just because, ah, oh, they signed Jet, we'll just sign him. Just exactly. But, you know, so like, like having to go out and, and I, I did, I, I genuinely think I earned it. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's an amazing company. The people, it's, it's like a family. So yeah. Pumped yeah. That. I was pretty stoked on getting to meet Malat at uh jets championship party there at, at after Hangtown. Um, oh, that's the first time you met Hammer. It is. That's the first time I met Mertz too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So thanks to, uh, Mertz and everybody and Malat for inviting Daniel Blair, who I was with. So I got to come so yeah, that was that was like I was just sitting back, you know, eating t- uh, Mexican food and enjoying myself, man. Just kind of chilling out. It was it was a really cool experience, but uh, I like him a lot and Mertz a lot. Me and Mertz have a lot of uh, musical connection. We're huge Tool fans. You're going to see Tool, correct? Yes. So we just went to Knotfest in uh, one of my favorite bands, Bring Me the Horizon. Okay. And then they opened for for Tool. Ah, uh, not tool. Sorry, I'm Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was looking at. I've got a pool, uh, tool poster yeah. in my office where I'm sitting, and I was looking at that. So that's why I said tool. <laughs> um, but yeah, Slipknot. That that was awesome, mate. That was incredible. That's the first live live music concert I, I went to, and and it was it was amazing. Wow, was amazing. Slipknot was your first. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Bring me the horizon and Slipknot, which wow. I, I was, pretty heavy. Man. I was yeah. so happy. Like I'll be. I'm. Like I didn't listen to Slipknot at all. I was like, "Bring me the horizon." Like that's what I was there for. Yeah, it was like, "No, no, no, we got to stay." Like Slipknot's going to be sick. Like just trust me, it's going to be sick. Because I was like, after I seen Bring Me, I'm like, I'm good. Like, dude, you want to go? Like, no stress. And he's like, No, no, no. It's like, let's stay. Let's stay. I've never seen a full Slipknot show, and I'm glad we stayed because that was, yeah, it was sick. It was, it was so worth it. So awesome. Yeah, I saw them on their second tour for Iowa, which I don't even remember what year that was. Probably. 2000s early 2000s yeah, yeah something like that maybe even before then and yeah that's the only time i've seen them but this would be my first time seeing tool uh january 31st in dallas so i that's my favorite yeah, band yeah. i'm a yeah they're incredible incredible uh, cannot they're wait incredible. i've been trying no, to find i've been trying to find the new album fear inoculum on vinyl but i cannot find it okay. anywhere yeah so. I'm, I'm always constantly looking for stuff like that like sign records yeah. and stuff like that like um yeah, my like my kind of music, kind of experience like experience in music, real, full on. It it only started kind of like last year, like started twenty twenty. Okay. Um. So yeah, like my kind of music, taste for music, kind of really is. A, it's pretty fresh, dude. Like I'm all new to it, so I'm still oh. forever learning and stuff. Like I'm still not. So like when I first heard Tool, I was. All I wanted to listen to was Tool, yep. nothing else. Yep. Anything else Mertz played to me, I was like, nah, I don't like it. It's not Tool. It's not, <laughs> it's not Maynard. Like, it's not Maynard. Yep. It's the voice. It's not there. Like, nah. And then, like, he's like, yeah, okay, like, give it time, give it time. You'll, you'll like, be ready for more. And then, you know, sure enough, like, then he's like, bring me the horizon. And I was, it bring me the horizon, full gas. And then Rise Against, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, it's okay. Now I love Rise Against, uh, Rage Against I- the Machine. I love Rammstein. That's oh another. wow! Those yeah, guys are nuts. I love Rammstein. Yeah, yeah, I really want to see them live. I think that would be incredible. Um, that's yeah, yeah. That's 
well, kind of like yeah. what's up my alley right now. That's that's another reason that you are my favorite Lawrence brother. Nothing against your brother, but <laughs> <laughs> I just you know when I met you at Millville a couple of years ago, I was like this kid's cool and this like I don't know man you're my but musically. I, I'm going to check out Bring Me the Horizon. I don't know that band, so you, you turn uh, me... It's, so, there it went through phases. Mertz can obviously tell you more and more. They used to be... he In his words, they used to be so rad and all their old stuff was just so sick and then they kind of went a little pop with it and then he kind of lost it a little, like, lost the passion for him a little bit and then... Um, They've come back a bit. I, I love all their stuff. I love all their stuff. Mertz is he's seen them at Parkway Drive in Glen Helen in 2012 uh, 12 or 14. Yeah. That long ago. And he said there was maybe 500 people at their concert. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's how long ago he's been, uh, you know, following those boys. And then to see him, like, you know, at, Bank of California at Knotfest, just like crazy. You know, he, he's just like, dude, I can't believe how big they are now. And I was like there at some of their first shows. There's like 400, 500 people, maybe. Yeah, you know? I, I, I've been to shows like that when I was younger uh, with like, you wouldn't remember them. There's, I can't remember the name of the band now. I'm blanking. There's a band out of Dallas that was a drowning pool. They were out of Dallas. I watched them literally play in front of four people, and it was their girlfriends. And like wow. a month later, they had a song called "Bodies." Let the bodies hit the floor. That the WWE, oh, w- yeah, you know it. Yeah, it's yeah, the one you think WWE thinking of. used it, and they blew up. Seven Dust took them on tour, and I was like, "How does this happen in like literally a month?" They used to open for my friends, and they sucked. <laughs> and then they're like. <laughs> One of the biggest bands on the planet. All of a sudden, I was like, "It's just unreal how that can Crazy. happen." Yeah, but, no, I do. I know that song. Like, yeah. I don't even know the band, but yeah, that's that's awesome. I'll um, I'll text you a playlist. A sick. I I crank it all the time. A BMTH okay. playlist that I listen to all the yeah, time. Yeah, let's do there, it. There is some some songs on there that I'll skip that are a little, eh, a little, you know. But uh, I still love like I love Oliver so. I'll listen to the stuff that not many people like just because I love him and everything he's about. So, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll be excited to listen to it. We need to get back to Moto a little bit. Um, so let's let's do a few more Moto, Scotty, right, and, my, and then me and Hunter can text later about music. Okay. Well, my my question is technically not really about Moto, but well, it fine. should be good. Knock it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, so y'all, I know y'all. There was a big like um, Moto guy golf tournament that y'all had not too long ago. Here we I go can't with remember. Golf again. I know he was going to get mad about this, but. I don't care. No, uh, I just, it, I, I'm, he's jelly. Obviously, he's I jelly. have to fucking learn how to play because I've never been. <laughs> Everybody does uh, it. Yeah. And it's only, that's where all the cool moto kids hang out. So, uh, Well, I, yeah, I can't remember the name of the event or what y'all were putting it on for, but just kind of, I just kind of want to know if there was any uh, me- memorable moments or highlights or anything, good stories from that. At the, the golf tournament? Was I, that like last I, week it, with it had, Joe, no, the one Joe, Joe Shimoda talked about? Was that you were talking I, about? Like, I think there was one coming up. There was, well, yeah, Joe was, talked about doing one the day I heard it from Ping. two Wednesdays ago. Oh, maybe that's something different. Oh, if it was, yeah, if it was Ping's one. Yeah, so we didn't actually get to end up doing that. We were going to, but we were up oh. at Castillo Ranch, so we actually missed it. Yeah, oh, okay. We, were, we had all intentions of doing that because we were looking forward to it. Like, we're like, oh, sick. Like, dude, two of our favorite things combined, like, golf and then talking shit like that's <laughs> awesome like yeah competitiveness talking shit and golf like dude say no more we're there 
Um, but yeah, we're, we're up testing at Castillo. We, we oh, had okay. Some, uh, oh. Yeah. I'd so much rather be. It. I'd much rather be at Castillo Ranch. Yeah, I mean, that place not gonna lie, Castillo was sick, but I, you know, I'll never turn down a nice little uh, country club invite. <laughs> I get. I guess he doesn't. I, he doesn't get it. I, no, I just never played, man. And it's weird that all of a sudden yeah. it seems like overnight every motocross guy is obsessed well, with golf. I know, right? Like yeah. it's crazy. Like all, almost since you know the end of last year, like everyone, like. Maybe not that. Maybe this. It feels like this year everyone's really kind of taken to it, like it's a, it's a trend or something. Yeah. It is, man. It's crazy. Yeah, no one used to golf. Like, I mean, maybe like a few handful of guys. But like, yeah, James. Like, yeah, like, but it wasn't like common known. And then, yeah, like all of a sudden, like I don't know, like a bunch of people just started. I, I feel like it's just the same thing. Someone sees someone doing it. They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's yeah. copy that. Let's do that. Cause that person's cool. And let's, right. let's do this. This is what they do. Like, I actually don't know how many people genuinely like do it. Cause they love the game and love the vibe out there. But yeah, but, my, yeah. my started, mine started as an excuse for beer drinking and then it turned into a love of the game. So I, I <laughs> there you go. I guess I'll I, buy- I personally think like if you, right, so I, where you go through stages, but I think yeah. once you start, once you go out a few times and you're like, okay, I can hit a ball. And once you spark it a little bit, you'll, you'll get, you'll catch the bug and then you'll be like driving home from, I don't know, somewhere. And you'll be like, oh man, yeah. like I've got an hour to spare. <laughs> let, let me just duck into the driving range. Or, yeah. Oh man, maybe I could squeeze in a quick nine before yeah. work or before breakfast or something, you know, like you yeah. get the bug, like. You know, film guy Tom, Tom Jornet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. yeah, we were just talking about him. So yeah. yeah, so he just started like a few months ago and he, uh, maybe last year, late last year, probably. And yeah, like he never golfed and then he started a few times. And then, dude, you know, it starts with buying your first set of clubs, yeah. Yeah. cheap set of clubs. And then, dude caught the bug. Uh, mad, mad bug. Yeah. Was just like during the season, dude, like trying to golf, like, oh, Dude, like, let's go golf, like this and that, and we're like, dude, we're like flying out for the race, like, can't, but, um, but yeah, yeah, caught the bug, and it was the same thing. Never had any interest in it. Nah, dude, golf's not like. So yeah, you wait till you catch the bug. Uh, I guess I'm gonna have to go buy some clubs, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't have a whole lot more time with you, so we didn't get a lot of moto stuff in. We got Zacho coming up in That's a second, good. but uh. We'll have to get you back on, but I do want to tell, like, just real quick on the golf thing. You probably didn't notice, but I didn't hit a single ball at Top Golf because I was like, I'm not going to look like an idiot with these guys. You guys were smashing it. No, you're good. I mean, dude, everyone's got to start somewhere. That's yeah. one thing with golf. I feel like no matter how bad you are, I feel like we give Jet more shit than anyone because he carries on and dishes it out. <laughs> like sure. a pro. So we use it like because he's always the most annoying person on a golf course. <laughs> so whenever he swings crap or hits a bad ball, we like dig the knife in just yeah, because yeah. we have to to get him back because he's so That's great. annoying. But if someone's starting golf, they could have the worst swing. But if they hit the ball straight, like no mean. one's going to like talk shit or discourage you. They're going to be like, dude, like great ball, you know. Yeah. It's one of the most encouraging sports, I think, when you do it with people. All right. Well, I'm going to get involved. I got two more questions for you, and neither one of them are moto related. Uh, <laughs> good, good. I saw we the enough about moto. Yeah, that's true. I saw the picture of you guys, and we literally just talked about this football team with uh, with uh, Benny Bloss. But you were at a Cowboys game recently, which 
Ugh. The boys. I'm, I'm not a Cowboys fan, man. I don't. I don't dig how that. How about them boys? No. Yeah. yeah how about them? They. Sue. Yeah, we're, uh, we can't Niners say Nation. that right now, Hunter. Niners Nation. <laughs> oh, 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 you there? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, but how was that? Did you enjoy it? Yes, it's sick, mate. It's it's love it. Okay, it, which it, game were you? Oh, it's such a vibe. It was it was incredible. We went to the Chargers and Cowboys game. Oh, that was a good game. Is it? Um, yeah, in LA. That was sick. That was um. The new stadium that was incredible. We had bungalow suites that was in, incredible. Um, yeah, no, love it, mate. Love it. Like I'll watch. I'll try to watch a um, bunch of the games. I know a lot of the other riders love Football Sunday. Um, dude, I'm all American now. Like yeah. football, <laughs> and, like <laughs> yeah. No, oh, love it, mate. Love it. So, like, obviously, I support Tampa because I mean, you know, I love to see them do well because. That's, you know, got to stick to your postcode. But, um, dude, Cowboys, I love Ugh. a lot of their players. CD, Zeke, um, Tank. Uh, I just, dude, I like them. Like, right. love to see Dak do well. Yeah. No, I, I genuinely, I said to Lucas, I've got a hunch. I think this is the year Cowboys go to Super Bowl. Yeah. Th- that sounds like a Cowboys fan. Hey man, it, yeah. they can, be, they can get everybody healthy. They could be like, oh, and 15. Oh, they're going. They're going to make it. <laughs> no, okay, no, calm down. On. Calm down. That. Hey, so you want to hear something freaky? Yeah. Last year, right? Last year. Uh, was it last year or the year before? When did, yeah, this year, sorry. Um, I said to Mertz, well, it was the end of last year, sorry. Okay. End of last year. I said, Mertz, um, Tampa, like, obviously jumped on the Brady bandwagon. Oh, yeah. And I said, Oh, dude, Tampa's going to win the Super Bowl. You watch. And he's like, and I, I absolutely knew nothing about football. And he's like, okay, put your money where your mouth is. I bet you a grand uh, that they won't even make it to the playoffs. <laughs> I said, no chance. Dude, they're going to beat the Cowboys. They're going to, and he goes, uh, I bet you a grand that the Cowboys will make it further than the Bucks. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, stupid. Like, I don't, I, I don't know enough about it. I'm just being an idiot and jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. And yeah. Sure enough, the Cowboys didn't even make it to playoffs, and Bucks won the Super Bowl. Yes, they did. I was yes, about to say, did. what did you spend your thousand bucks on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't take it. You I didn't take the bet. Uh, on a sports thing, he's a freaking sports agent for right. that. It's his job to know, like, know what's going on and be good at that stuff. So I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't bet against him on on sports stuff because he follows it way more than me. It's right. Just, it's it's dumb, you know. It's a low percentage. On my behalf, like, I'm not going to take that, you know? Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, yeah, I, I'm a diehard Niners fan, and they were such a big rivalry of the Cowboys in the 80s, and I just yep. – I can't let that go. I, I And I, living here in Texas – Dude, Niners. Yeah. Come on. That's my team, baby. Wow. Yeah. They'll be good again. That says, that says enough about you. That's all I need to know. Oh, wow. Long hair, wow. Niners fan. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> that hurt. Yeah, Jet don't know what day of the month it is most of the time. So don't take too much. He told the boys at the farm he bought 100 acres the other day when yeah. it was one acre. So <laughs> he don't fucking know what's going on. That's but. fantastic. All right, Hunter, we're going to definitely have to get you back on because we didn't talk about a whole lot of racing stuff. But before the season starts, maybe we'll do this again if you have time. Uh, yeah, for sure, mate, for sure. Really enjoyed this. Yeah, text me that play, Willis, when you get some time. And I'll, I'll send you some bands you've probably never heard of. See what you think of. I like it. I like it. No, I'm into it. Sounds good. Okay, buddy. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, thanks so much for having us on. Anytime, man. Take care. Appreciate you too, right. mate. That was cool. Hunter Lawrence. That was awesome. 
that was dude. This has been a really fun night of interviews yeah. so far. And we still got a good we got one to Zacco come. coming up, yeah. which we're a few minutes behind. So real quick, I want to thank I want to thank Torque One Racing for being on board. Torque One Racing is a Texas based company that is providing high quality economical performance parts. Check out TorqueOneRacing.com to see their complete line of products, including the Attack Handlebar, the Defy Lock on Grips, and the Vengeance Levers, and many more. So check out TorqueOneRacing.com. And follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We will be right back with Zacco. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait, what what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No, no, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, built performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, higher rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions, to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams underscore Moto W-E-R-X. Or you can even email them at Williams moto works that's williams moto and then w-e-r-x at gmail.com okay that's better not good but better fly racing is back on board with the moto x pod show for 2021 what can we say that you don't already know in 2020 fly revolutionized the helmet game with the formula helmet for 2021 they brought us the formula cc with the same rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point fly racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front visit flyracing.com to see everything fly racing has to offer from the moto street bmx water and even mountain bike lines once you try fly racing you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion zach osborne as well as blake baggett gold medalist connor fields and even the beast from the east damon bradshaw trust fly racing there simply is no better what's up guys this is the seven juice trade out of intercom i'm here to tell you about a turbis usa for decades a turbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits frame guards chain sliders hand guards in 2020 they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbiusA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo Senya. I'm super excited about our next guest. He is brought to you by Fly Racing, which has been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Fly Racing is the only choice if you want the best. Just ask current riders, Zach Osborne, RJ Hampshire, Damon Bradshaw, Justin Brayton, Carson Mumford, and many more. Check out your local dealership and ask for Fly Racing, as well as the endless list of products offered by WPS. Tonight, Fly Racing brings us the 2020 450 MX National Champion, the 2018 250 Supercross East, East Champion, the 2017 250 MX National Champion, and the 2017 250 Supercross East Champion, Zach Osborne. What's up, brother? What's up, dude? How's it going? It's going good, man. I, uh, I, I have to be honest, I was really, really, really surprised that Steve didn't have you on last night, so I feel a little bit honored that I got you 
tonight? Uh, well, I'm actually possibly going to have a plate removed um, by the guy who originally did my surgery in Las Vegas. So, okay, um, that I may go there for for next week if uh, if it all works out for me to get this plate out of my body. Yeah, that is that'd be good, huh? Getting some hardware out. Yeah, for sure. I'm hoping to uh, get two collarbone plates removed um, either this coming week or the following week. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, so I want to talk to you about the retirement stuff. Obviously, that's been big news. You decided to make the announcement, uh, you know, earlier this a few months ago. You you thought you were good. Uh, did you first of all? Did you hear any of what Steve said last night? Because he talked about it a little bit. Uh, I did not. Okay, so I'm going to ask some stuff, and if you don't want to talk about it again, we're pre-recording. We don't even have to. We can cut it if we need to. Um, he, you know, he said that you you realized that you needed more than basically like a day of recovery. You could go out and ride at your top level, but you couldn't recover like you were used to, like you needed to in order to perform at the highest level. Is that pretty accurate with what was going on? Uh, yeah, basically like once I got back into it, I'd been riding a couple weeks and um, once I got back into it on some gnarlier tracks and um, like just day to day, my back couldn't do it, you know, realistically, sorry to be prepared for a season there you know this eight eight or nine week period ten week period here in november and december need to be four days a week and there's just no way that i can do that and um i i realized that after about two or three weeks of trying to struggle through it and you know do everything i can just to get good for the next day so um that was when i decided to to kind of call it yeah i'm really impressed and steve touched on this too that um you know, a lot of guys would have just probably went through with it the season and taken the money. And, you know, Zach Osborne is not wired like that. Like you, are, I don't I know how many times on here I've said you're one of the best humans I've ever met, but uh, you just like, you did the right thing, man. You're like, Hey, look, I can't do what you're hiring me to do. And I thought that was really impressive. Was that a hard decision to make? And how did the team react when you said, Hey, basically I'm not trying to just take your money. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, a hard decision and it, it wasn't um the actual you know walk into my boss's office and say hey i'm done was was quite tough mm-hmm. uh, but also there was there was no real decision to be made like it just it just wasn't meant to be um it wasn't happening you know i, I feel like if i had had maybe two more months of being able to get my back a little bit stronger and kind of build into what i was what I was getting ready for, um, I could have maybe done it, but that just, that wasn't in the cards, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I just can't even imagine having that decision to make, but dude, backs are so like backs don't usually get better. Like they just, they just generally get worse. It seems like. Well, mine, mine has definitely gotten a lot better. You know, I'm back to normal life. I, uh, I'm still doing the same therapy that I was, you know, when I was trying to race. So, Mm um, four or five days a week grinding in the gym and, um, all the things. And, and I intend to be good enough to race, you know, some local events or some local hair scrambles or whatever, you know, whatever pops up, whatever I feel like at some point, but it's just not there yet. Um, I finally started golfing again last week. It's been like, I don't know, 10 months since the last time I golfed. And yeah, so it's there's there's big signs of progress like day to day it's like dang you know this sucks but um week to week month to month it's i can look back to colorado and and i'm in a completely different place um 
now than I was then, you know? That's good to hear. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like you're such a good role model for the sport and I feel like the sport needs guys like you and you specifically, I think, I think we still need you in this sport. So, you know, you kind of mentioned doing some hard enduro stuff like that, maybe in the future, but what, what kind of new challenges would you want to take on? Or do you still feel like you want to be involved in the sport? Like where, where do you kind of lie with all that? Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely would like to be involved. I mean, um, just nothing has really come along yet. That, that um, blows my mind, man. I really don't understand that. That's super solid. Um, so I, I write, currently I'm helping a, a younger kid, Jack Chambers. Um, I was actually riding at his track for a couple weeks before I got hurt and, or before I decided to retire. And, uh, um, whenever I, I stopped, his family approached me, super nice kids, super nice family. And they're like, Hey, could you, know, could you just kind of mentor Jack along for a couple months and get him into the supercross thing? And I was like, sure. You know, it's, it's really close to the house. Um, like I said, Jack's a great kid and it's, it's quite fun and, and rewarding, you know, to be able to give back a little bit. So, which, which I felt the same feelings this summer, you know, working with the, with the team and with the guys. So, um, I definitely would, would love to be involved at, you know, some capacity. Um, I don't know what that looks like yet or, you know, if, if that'll ever come along. So, um, for now I'm just kind of doing my thing here in Florida, um, spending time with my family, enjoying, you know, working with Jack and, um, getting to still go to the track some and hang out with the boys. So it's been fun. Yeah, you had seemed really excited a few months ago on Pulp about working with RJ. Like you, it, it just kind of felt like you you found something that you might enjoy doing after your career, you know. And I, it was cool to hear that in your voice. So I, I think if you have that kind of passion for working with riders and you enjoyed it that much, that I just see that being a really good thing for you in the future because obviously you're very knowledgeable. You've had insane ups and downs in your career. Uh, you've been through so many trials and tribulations that I, besides just the technique part of riding that I think you could offer so much to the, the generations coming up. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I did, I really did enjoy what RJ and I had going on and even with styles and Jalik and just kind of the, the whole team aspect of it was, was really fun this summer. And um, yeah, I mean, I can't really speak to that too, too much. Yeah. But just because of, you know, I don't, I don't want to burn any bridges or whatever, but sure. at the time I, I, I'm grateful for the experience that I had there and, you know, I'm sure eventually something will come along and, um, we'll, you know, we'll have some decisions to make. Yeah. Steve kind of touched on that whole Husky thing last night, so we're not going to get into that. That's fine. Um, he, he didn't really give any details. He just, it was a surprising thing. Like, I think he felt like you felt like you were probably good to go and it didn't work out. It is what it is. Um, we don't have to touch on that, obviously. Uh, but Scott, you got something? I'm sorry. I interrupted um, yeah. You. So I, mine's kind of a two-parter. I just kind of wanted to know what, what you're going to miss most about racing, you know, the, the disciplines that you did. And, and then on the contrary, you know, how excited are you to kind of be more of an involved dad and to do all that stuff with the family? I just kind of, I don't think contrary was the right word, but go ahead. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I meant? <laughs> um, the thing I'll miss the most, like for me, like, the hard days during the summer when it's a hundred and whatever, and it's like hard as crap and there's just nothing else that you can put in your mind because you have to be so focused on what you're doing. And it's just like this singular goal focus. That's, that's what I'll miss the most, you know, those extremely hard days where you can just get in a different like state of mind and, you know, just be 
at, at one with a motorcycle and enjoying the work. And, you know, even those race days, there were only like maybe eight or nine of them in my career, but those were the days that were just things were easy, can do whatever you want. You know, it's easy to win that it doesn't happen often. I mean, it happens often for more often for others than me, but for me, it didn't happen very often that way. But man, those, those days are the ones I'll miss, you know, the, the days where things are tough, you fall in the first turn and you have to claw back to get fifth. And, you know, those, those are the ones I won't miss. But, um, I think that, that there's something special about those, you know, those deep days where you're just like almost soul searching just for that extra little bit. It's, it's, uh, quite an amazing feeling that's really a special mentality scotty yeah, like yeah, that's that's is. a champion right that's the guys like us like or like me anyway i'd be like that's too hard man Can I just it go sounds hard? good but yeah. then when it comes to actually I, doing I, I it i wish <laughs> i was wired like that but that's what makes somebody a champion um wow uh what about let's see hold on he had a two-part question yeah yeah uh, size cut me off yeah i'm here. sorry i'm doing a bad <laughs> job tonight i suck um i guess uh I mean, we, as a family unit, we haven't really changed much. Like I'm still going to the track every, every couple of days and, um, I'm still training and kind of doing all the things. So, um, but we, we, we run pretty tight knit as it is. Right. So the, the best thing for us is that now, well, the worst thing I will say is that when COVID started, the kids couldn't go anymore. So it kind of hurt what we had going on. You know, they've always gone pretty much to all the races since they've both been born there, you know, with, with the exception of some. And, um, last year with COVID, like Brittany and I traveled alone a lot, which was nice, but also we, you know, there were a lot of weekends where we were like, man, I wish the kids were here, but, mm-hmm. um, it, it's, that's, that's the best part is that we don't have to battle that travel, you know, situation anymore. Yeah. I find it interesting. Also, again, I, I kind of, I'm looking through my own eyes where I think a lot of guys would be like, oh, man, I don't have to train so hard now. Now I can I can have that bowl of ice cream at night. And you're still like, yeah, I'm still training. Still, you know, like that, you just – that's not who you are, right? You're not – you don't want to slack off. Well, I can't really say I haven't slacked off because I definitely went in the pantry tonight and unwrapped like five of those mini Reese cups and just oh, like – Dude, that's my did, kryptonite. Didn't care. Um, <laughs> I love it. Also, you know, and, and just like Thanksgiving, like, you know, when I was younger, I, I was at Minio's at Thanksgiving. And when I was past Minio's age, I was trying not to eat because, you know, you, you want to be light and all that stuff. So um, I didn't hold back on Thursday or Friday with the leftovers or Saturday with the leftovers, you know, like that that you've been kind of, I don't know, almost deprived of yeah. um, your entire life. And, and I, I'm definitely trying to get through Christmas you know, before I really like start to do some longer <laughs> ads or, you know, I, right now I'm just, it's kind of like, I feel like riding my bicycle or, you know, I'm going on a training ride with, with Jack or, um, going to do some, some gym training or whatever. So it's just more casual training at the moment, but there's a point where you start to feel like, you know, <laughs> just like a slob. So I'm also not, um, not trying to do that either, but I almost reached that point. Like last weekend, um, my clothes started fitting tight and I'm like, oh, <laughs> are they going to have to t- tone this down or, Oh man. Gonna- See Zach, we, we're on the other side of that. We stay that way. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you, you yeah. would not believe what my pantry looks like. <laughs> like, yeah, Reese's and Oreos and Hershey's and oh, God. homemade cookies I made last week. And yeah, shoot. Oh man, that's but that's that's the way I you know bluebell ice cream. Yeah, I'm, I'm I might have to cut this interview short right now. Go get some ice cream. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you just a few small things. Like, if looking back, do you have a favorite competitor? Somebody that motivated you got under your skin or just was like i love racing with this person is there any one or two in particular um i loved practicing with coop like you know we we both knew how to really press each other's buttons on the days where it was where it was available and we both really put a lot into it and and i valued that a lot um riding with him uh as far as racing goes i loved racing ac um, just because, you know, especially like in the, in the 2020 series, when we were going for a championship, like we would roll up on the line and just shoot the breeze and then go, you know, we knew either one of us were, you know, most likely literally willing to die for it mm-hmm. uh, as soon as the gate fell. But, you know, I can appreciate that about Adam, that he's smart enough and, and articulate enough to appreciate that stuff enough to, to be able to, you know still talk to me or whatever. I, I, I really do appreciate that. Um, from a, you know, a human side of things. Um, he's, he's the first person that comes to mind. I just, um, I don't know why, but it, that, that kind of really sticks out to me. Um, other than that, like in my early, not my early two fifty days, but in like 15 and 16, I hated coop. Like I, I really did <laughs> with a passion, hate coop. Yeah. Um, there was a couple races that I lost that I felt like I should have won and like he was winning them and it was just like man that sucks but yeah you know that that kind of that stuff swings and roundabouts you know it, it comes and goes so yeah I don't know many people other than that that I really look forward to racing but definitely definitely Adam and Coop that was good answers yeah that that video that uh I think it was kind of with your retirement post where the the clip of you and Coop with Alvin, you're talking about the tit for tat. Like, oh, dude, that I was crying, man. That shit was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny you say that. My daughter was, uh, my daughter's homeschooled, and they were doing uh, like English and grammar yesterday, and and she was like, um, they were doing there, there, and there, like T H E R E T H. Oh yeah. I was like, listen to me right now. I happened to walk in on this on this lesson. I was like, listen to me right now. If you don't ever listen to anything mom ever tells you again, listen to this right here because it'll tick me off in no time. <laughs> but I, I don't know why, just little stuff like that. It's stuff I can, you know, pick up on or, you know, kind of pick on them on. Yeah, so I, I'm a grammar Nazi, man. And our, our other co-host who's not here tonight, TJ, always gets like the you, you, you're, you're, you're wrong there. Yeah. Even the twos. Like he'll put T-O when it should be T-O-O and I lose my mind. Like... <laughs> Dude, yeah. the English yeah. language is important to us because our society sounds like idiots when you don't know the difference. And, yeah, he's just like, oh, it doesn't matter. I do talk to text. I'm like, okay, it's still fix it. I don't know. It just drives me insane. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, your ki- your kids are smart, man. I mean, your daughter's like, I've, I've seen, you know, I've been around her a little bit. And your kid, your, Brittany's doing a great job. Thank you. I appreciate that, and uh, I'm sure she will too. Yeah, uh, Scotty, you got anything else? Um, yeah. So, you know, the 
the way that your success came about in your career was, you know, a little unorthodox compared, you know, you, you were kind of hyped up and then, you know, we know your story. So basically what I'm getting to is, do you feel like the the way that your success came about and how you came back and was getting more titles, do you feel like that that kind of changed the sport and the way we kind of recruit guys or look at talent or maybe develop talent? Do you, do you feel like that that has changed at all since, you know, maybe you're one of the examples of why it needed to change? Um, I think that the sport, I, I thought, okay, that, that the sport was going in a little bit of a different direction where it was like older guys were getting rides and, um, like the, the 16 year old, you have to be a pro by your time you're 16 or 17 was really changing, but now kind of star has gone back in that direction. And, and jet is super young winning again and you know so i i think it just kind of to each their own but like to me there's you know there's way too many rj hampshires out there who can win races and and contend for titles um that get passed on or overlooked way too often yeah that's that's a very familiar uh thought process or steve talks about that kind of stuff all the time and i think that's very true right a lot of guys do get overlooked that because they're they're always looking for the next best thing and our our sport and I maybe all sports are that way but our sport's so small that a lot of guys get overlooked like you said way before they should yeah i agree and you know there's just there's that i don't even know what you want to call it that vortex of guys that come in there's you know 17 to say 20 21 years old and they are kind of spit off the back by the time that that you know 20 years old rolls around and that's it you know it's 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 kind of hard to watch because they were successful and they got those rides for a reason yeah so why aren't we doing a better job of you know grooming them or transitioning them or whatever the case exactly yep i mean no for an example you know look look how long it took ac to to finally get it all together and and i think maybe you know since he was so successful as an amateur i think that gave him more weight and carried him a lot longer than maybe some other guys would have gotten the chance to yeah so you know like there there's some guys that i it's it's definitely it's something that i think needs to be addressed for sure he's the he's the whole package right he's he's good on on the mic he's good at (laughs) social media he's a good personality he's he's a lot of positive things so um for me that's that's why they kept him around. Obviously, Cowie had a lot invested in him to start with, and um, that that also goes a long way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Zach, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I've got two, no, I got a couple more questions for you. You kind of touched on this briefly, but I was going to ask you about like uh, one-off races over the the next few years. Even Ryan Sipes was on Pulp last night. He talked about you know doing the hard enduros and Erzberger and and flat track and like. Are there certain events that you would like, okay, I would love to go do this event next year? Uh, you know, are there things that you're already looking forward to maybe? Um, you know, like I've always wanted to do and, and I've always felt like I had some potential to do um, some GNCC racing. It's a very different schedule. It's 13 races a year. Um, and it's a very, just a more laid back family kind of mellow atmosphere Mm -hmm. and i you know i kind of still have that dream so if if something ever came up where my back was good again and in say a year and i was still in some sort of fitness i would i i feel like i could definitely put together you know a 
an effort from my end to to maybe go and race that for a season. Um, but for now, I mean, um, I just want to do some local hair scrambles and um, enjoy riding my dirt bike for a little while and and not really have any stress. Awesome, that that's great. Uh, okay, last question. I, I interviewed Chiz about a week or so ago for an article I'm writing. We talked about the end of their career coming down, and he was talking about like the fans, especially in this later part of his career where like Mathis has really helped pump him up with Chiz is going to Chiz and the fans and the media wanting to do interviews and like how much that motivates him and he enjoys it. And he's like, I'm going to really miss that when it's gone. And when the, the media doesn't want to talk to me anymore at some point, is that something you've even really thought about? Like you've processed yet that, you know, those things are going to change. Um, no, I haven't, you know, I, I, I enjoy doing media stuff. I always have. I've always tried to kind of take the time to really do that stuff right and yeah. kind of have a decent reputation as far as that goes. And, I, I mean, I will miss that stuff like this. You know, um, I wouldn't mind to eventually, you know, I haven't even talked to Steve about it yet, but, like, bring my podcast back. and Oh, nice. Yeah. Every year or whatever, you know, a certain amount of episodes or whatever. But, um, yeah, you know, I, there's just – there's a lot of things that my wife always says I have like a book of bucket list things. It's not a list it's a book. Right. Um, so for me, you know, there's not going to be any shortage of uh, activities in the next couple years or months or whatever you want to say. Sure. Yeah. You definitely bring the podcast back. Even if it's, you know, just every so often get that hurlings one done. Uh, I'd love to do a hurlings one. He's a, he's a bad dude. Yeah. Actually decent friend of mine, you know, I talked to him quite, every now and then. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, there's a lot of people that I would, I would like to have and, you know, talk to, but, um, yeah, like I said, I haven't even talked to Steve about that yet, but I, I wouldn't mind to bring it back and have a little bit more fun with it. It was, it was a good time and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't think for a second he'd be like, nah, I don't think we we need that. So I, I think that'd be a good to go if you're down, uh, <laughs> but I would love to hear it. It was definitely one that I enjoyed. So cool. Thank you. Yeah, man. Well, Zach, um, we're going to let you go, but I'm sure we'll talk to you again. And I just, like you just said a minute ago with how you helped or dealt with the media, you, I've told you before, St. Louis 2018, uh, the way you treated me and just the way you've always been when you definitely don't have to. It, it, it really made an impression on me, on you as a person, and you quickly became – as TJ said that one time, like you became my favorite rider over Chiz, uh, which I didn't think would ever happen. But I just, I, I want to say thank you for the the time you have almost always had time for us. You know, th- I think only one time did you tell me you didn't have time to do an interview in the four or five years I've been doing this. And it means the world to me, honestly, the way you treated us. Yeah, no problem, dude. Seriously, anytime. Just uh, obviously now I have more time. So. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I hope to see you at some rounds. I'll probably make four or five this year, so I, I hopefully maybe you'll get a chance to come to a few. I don't know you know, exactly how it's going to go, but uh, look forward to seeing you again, man. Sounds good, dude. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, and uh, you guys have a good night. You too, Zacho. Thanks, buddy. Anyway. Yeah. See ya. The great Zach Osborne. Man, just... Did you say Erzberger? I might have. That is, I meant Erzberg. <laughs> Erzberg. There is, I probably did. There, you should have called me out. We, I was going there to. There is a, uh, a resident in the town we live in that ha- that I have to go to his house to ch- check his water. Like, his last name is Erzberger. And uh, every time I say his name, I think of the race. Yeah. So I guarantee you that's what happened. But yeah, I guarantee if you caught it, then yeah, I must have. That's, yeah. 
That was good. Yeah, it's funny. Was I bet Zach is like, what? Yeah, idiot. he, he kind of made a noise. Like, oh really? Yeah, I, I, it was like barely. Like I was gonna say something, but it was just like the, that's uh, funny. It yeah. was funny. Yeah, that's uh, that's where that probably came from. Awesome. All right, we'll be right back with Ashton. Ashton <laughs> Man, I'm laughing at myself now. Hi, this is Pookie Mathis, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show, bro. Next up on this episode of the Moto X Pod Show, brought to you tonight by Cherubies USA, our title sponsor. You guys know for decades, Cherubies USA has been the leader in moto plastic accessories. With products that fit perfect, look great, and last, the Cherubies has what you, what you need. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, hand guards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else they offer, visit CherubiesUSA.com and support our title sponsor. Tonight, Cherubies USA brings us amateur s- sensation, part of Team Troy Dog, Verb Motos, Ashton Bloxham. What's up, dude? What's up, man? How are y'all? Doing good, man. Uh, so, we want to get into a little bit about yourself, but... Uh, our boy Troy Dog, man, he is uh, passionate about his riders and the sport. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a cool dude. Not many people know about him, but uh, the ones that do love him and just enjoy him. Everything about him's cool. Yeah. So I want you to tell me how. Like, I, I kind I read his article. He sent me some messages today. Like, I want you to tell me how he how you became aware of him. Like, how he reached out to you. It sounds like I think it was through social media, as I recall, or something. But it, I want you to tell your side of the story. Okay, so um, over the summer after regionals, I went and started training with uh, Grant up in Oklahoma. Grant Harlan, and he got a and he, yeah, Grant Harlan, and he got a package in the mail, and it was a hat, and it had some guy's face on it. <laughs> Troy Dog. And I had I had never heard of him. Yeah, and I thought it, at first I was like, it's kind of weird, man. And Grant's like, Nah, dude, that's Troy. He's cool. I was like, Who is he? He's like, He's part of Vermoto, and I, I found him on Twitter, and I started uh kind of messing with him on twitter a little bit trying to just kind of get his attention you become his friend because he's sponsoring grant yeah and then while we were at loretta's um me and grant were talking and he was like dude let's throw one of the stickers on the bike and i was like yeah that'd be sweet so we put it on the bike and we were heading down for my first pro sport moto and we stopped by the verb booth and they saw it and they got all hype and they took a picture and uh posted it on twitter well i didn't have any reception at the time but I guess Troy saw it, and after that, he just kept tweeting and posting about me throughout the whole week. So when I finally got reception after the week, um, he messaged me, and then it was just like I was never even asked to be really in. I was just kind of in. You're just that. in, and, yeah. Uh, even if you didn't want to be cool. in, right? Like even if you don't yeah. want to be in, too bad, Troy. Said, was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're uh, you're Ash Dog now. Yeah, it was cool. At first, he named me. He gave me ass blocks, dog. Oh, really? And I, was, and I was like, dude, you can't even really say that. So I messaged him on Twitter, and I was like, dude, we need to change that. And then he changed it real quick. But, yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. Yeah, Troy's good people, man. I like it. So let's get a little bit about your background, man. Uh, like, where are you from? I know you've been racing amateurs for a long time, had a bunch of injuries, kind of tried to step away from the sport for a minute, but came back. Give us your story a little bit. Yeah, so I'm Ashton Box. I'm 21. I live in Terrell, Texas right now. Um, my dad and uncles grew up racing, and I always rode from the time I was about three. And I'd never cared to race till I was about eight years old. And I rode for a while, wasn't very good. Um, about 13 years old, started taking it kind of seriously, started training, and then... Um, I always had a shoulder problem from the time I was like 10. I'd have my shoulders come out of place. And uh, 
my 2018, um, and I was in the, in the B class at Loretta's and coming up to that race, my shoulders kept coming out and I started getting a weird numbness in my arms and it was, I couldn't go, but like three, four laps. And then I just, I crashed all the time because I couldn't feel what I was doing. So it made the sport not fun for me anymore. And I decided to step away for a little bit. And then after about a year and a half, I started riding with my buddies again for fun. And I went like every weekend for like three months. And I was like, man, I kind of want to race again. But then my shoulder came out like two or three more times, like back to back to back. And my mom was like, all right, we need to get this fixed. Yeah. And finally got that fixed and then started riding about March, April of this year. And then now we're here. So. Yeah, really go, ahead, Scott. go ahead, Scotty. Was the was the shoulder fix that you did? Was that kind of the same thing that Cianzarla had, where you like the shallow socket thing, or was it something kind of different? So I did something different in both shoulders. So the left shoulder, I'd had my left shoulder fix before I stopped racing, and I had a bone block. So it's like a piece of your collarbone at the end, the way I understand it. And they just kind of take that off and place it in front of your socket to keep it from coming out. Okay. And then on the right one. The one that I got fixed before this year, um, they didn't think I needed that. So they went in with an anchor. I don't really know what it is, but they just, I think, I think they just like pull some muscles over. Maybe I'm not sure. I thought it was like a piece of metal, but it's something they do with stitching and stuff, but that ended up not holding. So we went back in two weeks ago and I had to get the bone block again. That sounds terrible. <laughs> That's clear. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you were, you were, uh, like you were kind of in a sling, I think at, at the pro challenge, right? Yeah. So I, um, when it came out this time, I was at, uh, master pools and I was yeah. just coming out of a turn and the, the back end just kind of kicked out on me and the jerk pulled my shoulder out and it was out for like three hours. Cause, <sighs> um, we, we couldn't get it back in. So I went to the emergency room, got that back in. And then, yeah, yeah. I was stuck in a sling. I was waiting on surgery forever. Cause I guess with all the COVID stuff right now, they can only have one patient at a time. So it put me six weeks out for surgery. So Jeez. finally got that done. Yeah, it's been an ordeal. Yeah. Well, talk about Loretta's this year. You rode uh, College Boy and 250 Pro Sport, right? How'd that go? Yeah, it went pretty good. I really didn't have any expectations. Um, I wanted to win oh. or at least podium a moto or two in College Boy. But uh Kind of came close, not really. First moto college, I jumped out in uh, third, was battling for second, and just made a stupid mistake, fell down, got up, crashed three more times. And then after that, I was kind of like, I just like finished the week and you know, have fun. Um, What's with all the dude, crashing, man? Stop crashing. Man, I crash all the time. <laughs> Bad. Uh, my my best friend Grant Harlan, he's always like, dude, you just gotta quit crashing. You'll yeah. be okay. I I don't know, dude. Like all summer, I was crashing a lot. I don't know. I'm I'm a little guy, so big bike kind of throws me around. But after that, I I rebounded pretty good. Um, I ended up going. I think I got 24th that moto. I went 24, 12, 12 for 13th, and then in pro sport, I want to say I got like. 23rd 21st 24th something like that for like 22nd okay so not bad for no expectations but yeah still good time i didn't realize that you could do college boy and pro sport i didn't even know that i thought that college boy was an amateur 
the I I think in 2018 or so you could, and then they took it away in 2019 and 2020, and then they brought it back this year. I'm not okay. sure. Okay. Well, what are your goals, man, for the future? Like, I I know you 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 kind of want to try to do Loretta's again, but I, I you want to go do some nationals, right? Maybe try some supercrosses. Yeah, so my plans this year were to do Loretta's and then do the last three outdoors, but I ended up getting COVID at Loretta's, and that just kind of kind of took all those plans away. So I wasn't really sure what I was going to do after that, and then now that I'm hurt again, yeah, I think we might try and do Loretta's again and then um, however many outdoor nationals after that, and then if I'm feeling good and the shoulders are feeling good, yeah, it'd be cool to try some supercross. I've never really rode any supercross or even arena cross, so I'm not even sure. Yeah, you might wanna might wanna practice that a little bit with all your crashing that you just told us you do <laughs> before you go try to race one though. Yeah, I need to figure that out for sure. Yeah. And the whoops. I'm a little scared of the whoops. Well, hell yeah, me too. Like that's I mean, I'm not very talented anyway, Ashton, but uh I damn sure don't want to blitz a set of whoops ever. <laughs> They're big. I did a track walk one time. Yeah. They're about up to my neck. I was like, man. <laughs> yeah, they're like little doubles. Down the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, man, it's cool. What's your? Tell everybody your social media. Uh, Ashton Bloxom. So A S H T O N B L O X O M on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, man, you're really interactive like, with the Troy Dog stuff, and it's fun to watch you guys talk and just talk shit and pump things up. I like it and. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. I, Grant is planning on racing supercross, right? Yeah. I think yeah. he's doing East coast. He's, yeah. I need to, uh, I need heading to the club MX right now. Okay. So yeah. I need to hit him up, but, um, well, I, I always appreciate Troy's passion and man, he's fun to have on the show and he's a really cool guy. And he, man, when he becomes a fan of somebody, whether it be you or Grant or Chiz, he is all in man. And I love it. I, I just, it's really cool to see. And, I enjoyed meeting you at Swan. I wish I had known you or about you at Oak Hill for the Verb Shred Tour because I was there, but I I didn't know you. Yeah, the the Shred Tour, that was cool. Me and Grant pulled up to that, and we had fun. Yeah, um, you know what? I interviewed Grant. I bet you're on my the video then. I interviewed him at the truck. Really? Yeah, on Saturday, I think it was, because it was two days, right? Yeah. But was it at the end of the day? Were you, were you at the free beer tent? It was in the middle of the day. So. No, I, didn't, I didn't go to the beer tent. Uh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, I need. I don't think there was a beer tent. I think. It, I thought they said uh, they like you got like a free beer or something. That was in the thing I read. Maybe so. I don't remember that. I don't drink, so I don't I know. I know there was a group down from mine in Grant's Pits that got pretty rowdy that oh, okay. Night. I don't know. I don't. They might have been handing out free beer, but I don't know. <laughs> I'll much. have to go back on the video, man, and see. Because, yeah, I remember somebody was with him, but we were talking about something. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look. But either way, I, you were it was really cool visiting with you and getting to know you a little bit at the Pro Challenge. So, yeah, I just wish I had met you a little earlier. Yeah. Um, sure, yeah, I don't know. I was parked next to Grant there. I don't, I don't really remember. I also got hurt there, too. Oh, uh, so. Okay. Well, either way, either way, we know each other now, man. So we're we're boys. That's right. So, so you said you're from Terrell. That's really close to where we are. Do you do you go to where do you go uh, underground a lot? Are you a quick Moto Ranch guy? Are you, you? I know you said Master Pool's place. Is, is there where else do you go out? Um, I like going out to underground when they have open practice. That's probably the best place around here. I don't 
not a quicks moto guy um is i, that, I know the quicks i love them but yeah so for some I reason i thought that was the same i'm door. sorry oh his next door yeah, okay right. I, yeah that's for some reason i thought there was right? the same yeah. uh, i like riding out at um south central a lot yeah, yeah. well there's no more gone really it is yeah, yeah. it's gone oh that's a it's, bummer it's gonna be houses yeah he yeah they're they're, they're gonna develop it man he just made wasn't making enough with the track and you know land and property right now around here is you're taking getting a fortune for it so it sucks yeah, i rode oak hill a lot too yeah um master pools but i don't know what's really going on with oak hill um really yeah i guess just master pools but growing up i was always in oklahoma training with uh shannon Day. like i started training with him at i-35 that's not there anymore then we were at uh trey canard's old place and then I rode at Compound 77 quite a bit. Right on. Yeah, you know, Shannon Nida used to train out at what well, it was South Central, but it was called the Edge or something back yeah. then. But, yeah, he, he used to train out there. Yeah, me and um, Marky Worth were the first people to ever ride out there. We went oh, okay. There Shannon, it was grass, and they had a Loretta's track yep. in the back, and Shannon wanted to build one, and he had me and Marky, he was like, uh, he had Marky go first, and he was like, just map out the Loretta's track in your head, and we rode that grass track for like two or three days. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I rode that not too long when they first started doing that. And they, yeah, me and too. They first, yeah, I rode yep. that Loretta's track. Yep. It was cool. They didn't do it this year. But. Uh, I thought they did. I thought they did a like a, a I, one I, day he, school no, or something. The I track thought. was still there, but I don't know if they hyped it up as much as they. Well, had they been. didn't do the the thing oh, like they okay. normally do, but I thought they had somebody come out for that. Like it wasn't Weimer. Somebody came out. They were promoting it anyway for a, a, like a, a school a one day yeah. thing, but it wasn't like where it was open like it was in the past. Anyway, okay. Yeah, that, yeah, this area has turned into quite a hotspot for those guys. Yeah. I, I remember I was watching a lot of the minios um, on Racer TV, and like a lot of the there was uh, so many names in the, like the eighty five class and stuff that were like Deacon Dino, Kay Johnson, okay, and a, cool, and a couple of those other guys. They were all like Kemp, Texas, Terrell, Texas Hideaway. Yeah, you know, yeah. they were this. They were like all in the top ten. There was like four or five of them. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I don't know many kids in the 80s suit me's class, but yeah. I've watched it a little bit. And, I, yeah, there are a lot of kids from around here that have been popping up and um, yep. putting their name out there. And the ones, bunch of them train at Quicks and um, Taft House, I've noticed. Yeah. So a bunch of little fast kids coming up. It's good for the sport. It is. Yeah, it definitely sure. is. Well, Ashton, man, it was cool talking to you, dude. Uh, again, Team Troy Dog Squad. Appreciate Troy Benjamin. You go to, do you ever do the, well, I guess they're not doing them now, but do you do the, the night village, the Tuesday, Thursday night track at Village? Man, I grew up riding those all the time. And then I didn't go for a long time just because I was training during the week. But Grant and I, we went we went to a Jeep's uh, Pro Purse race. I want to say in September, we went to the village night track and man, it was really cool. Actually, like we had a lot of fun and then we we're going to go back, but we ended up, I don't know. We we're, we we're busy the next day, but right. yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. Well, anyway, give uh Troy a uh, follow on Instagram. It's at Troy dog verb. Give him a follow. He is going to be in I think it's the same on Twitter. He's going to be constantly, promoting his guys we're gonna have you and grant and chiz and who uh, uh, he's got a full team this year that he's helping out we're gonna do check-ins 
every couple of weeks with them on the show. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But Ashton, man, it's really cool having you on, dude. Appreciate it. It was awesome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. We'll talk to you soon. I'm sure we'll see you around. Oh, for sure. Thanks, man. All right. See you, bud. <laughs> Later. Ashton blocks them, everybody. Um, okay, well. Uh, yeah, sorry. I got kind of local there. I didn't realize no, it was a local No, It's no big deal. It was. It's cool to have him on. And, you know, it's been a while since we've had, like, a local guy like that on. Yeah. And I appreciate Troy reaching out and wanting to get him on because Troy's doing cool things for these guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that is episode 215. I want to thank Benny Bloss, Hunter Lawrence, Zach Osborne, Ashton Bloxham. Excuse me. I want to thank Cherby's USA, Race Tech, Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R-Jerky. Don't forget to go to R-Jerky and get you some snacks. Moto X-Pot 21 is the code. Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Blood Lubricants, Power Band Racing for you WP guys, and True Fusion. That stuff works. I like it. TrueFusionSports.com. Use promo code MotoXPod10. Listen, guys, I don't know. Some of these products, maybe you think, ah, I don't really need that or whatever. Go buy it anyway because user codes support our sponsors so they keep supporting us so we can keep going to the races because uh, we're, we're hitting a bunch of races this year, it sounds like. So that's all thanks to our sponsors. We need you guys to support our sponsors to make that happen. Of course, Patreon.com helps out a ton. Uh, before we go, Scott, anything else? Uh, no, it, um I was going to say something, and then you made me think of something else, and then and, I forgot. Yeah, I screwed it all say. up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, this is this, this show felt oh, off. Oh, it was this show was a, a low key fire episode. Yeah, I think it was it, good. I mean, I was, have a little bit of editing to do, which they won't know that. No, nope. because it'll be already edited. Yep. But you guys, if you only knew the stuff that I'm about to cut out of the show that you won't get to hear. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> there some there there was some really really top secret stuff that some of the guests gave us. There's two <laughs> things in particular that I got to cut and sorry about you. Yeah. It's, yeah. I know if it had been a live show, we would have been screwed. Yeah. we would. Yeah. yeah. That would have been, well, our 13, <laughs> well, we wouldn't have been, the our, writers might've been, there'd been 13 people on YouTube that knew what was going down. <laughs> yeah. But the, the writers might've, the writers would have been, yeah, been maybe in trouble, but yeah. uh, anyway, that's it. We'll be back in two weeks. Don't forget about those contests. We appreciate all you guys. We'll be back. We're out.